пошли. Все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. So you guys might notice that there's only four of us here right now. Oh, uh, I feel like this is just getting old, <laughs> being that she's literally late every week. <laughs> yeah. they, by now they know that she is getting off of work, so I feel like the meme is just, it's dead. We, we've beaten it to death, right? It's going to be great when she actually leaves and no one believes us. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we do this no one really knows who the hosts really are yeah, exactly every yeah, week exactly. it's just a question yeah living in a mystery mm -hmm. exactly Ooh. so what happened are we what being happened serenaded today oh yeah Let's i'd love ahead. to hear more yeah, beautiful yeah so what happened we all take uh, turns there's, there's so much so much amazing news to talk about this week i feel like this is a great week of, of things we got we got is there Elon Musk, good news in auschwitz well, no, okay. There's no I don't know about news. a great week. Oh, you actually, oh, you, you might like, like funny news. Okay. I thought you, oh, yeah, lots of funny news. I thought oh, you were yeah. being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. There's, there's more horrors than I ever thought possible on a daily basis. Yeah. All that shit for sure. Mm -hmm. But then there's also like a lot of silly stories in between it all. Um, that, yeah, we should, yeah, I don't know, pepper our conversation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. Uh, I'm fascinated by the, uh, the potential for Texas, I guess, uh, secding as it secede, but they uh, there's a sign what? that's my favorite sign ever. I made it in the <laughs> thumbnail of this video where they're holding up a sign, and instead of it saying secede, it says sec D, and they're like looking. <laughs> my favorite shit ever. But it's all I don't know if you, I don't they're know if you've all been following. They're the dumbest fucking it. people. Oh, my oh it's God. it's amazing. This we're basically seeing the South rise again, and we're learning. I, I'm learning that you can actually just ignore the supreme court if you disagree with their rulings texas is teaching us i didn't that. So know i'd like that. to talk about that today yeah yes yeah. please do you want to go into that because i i was like i started to read i'm like you know what i don't care enough to read it, this yeah <laughs> it's very complicated <laughs> i'm but, into other shit right now yeah to put it in the easiest terms possible the supreme court surprisingly said that texas can't use razor wire uh to cut up migrants at least temporarily right um because this has killed migrants 
And there's this dispute a between... Child. Yeah, actually, I think it might have been two children, if I'm not mistaken, yep. but it's been... Tortured and killed two kids. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally deadly and brutal. And there's this dispute between Border Patrol uh, in Texas and then the federal uh, Border Patrol. And um, basically, the Supreme Court's in a 5-4 decision said that Texas has to take that down. Texas is now defying the Supreme Court and they're putting up more razor wire because they want to keep killing kids and be brutal. And they're basically saying that since the federal government has gone rogue and they're allowing an ev- invasion to come into the country, um, they have to Refugees, do this. By the way, right? Re- migrants. A lot of a lot of the people who are coming here, we actually destroyed their countries. For those who don't know, um, with our drug war, uh, meddling. Just it's it's a long history, right? Can't get into that. Lots of textbooks that I can American recommend though. Yeah. Um, And and now other states, I think almost every single. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory. Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Uh, GOP controlled state with the, with the GOP governor has basically signed a letter supporting um, the defiance of the Supreme Court for Texas. And there's all this talk of the South rising again. So it's getting really interesting. You know, that Civil War movie that we uh, that we saw, it might just be straight up uh, nonfiction by, by the time that movie releases. But, you know, it's a very, very simplified version of the story but like they want to be as cruel as possible to migrants uh because that's how they win elections like if you'll notice you know whenever there is an election year there's this fear mongering about a a caravan i mean they always hate immigrants but like they really ramp up the hysteria during election years but they don't actually ever want to do anything to address the situation in a meaningful way right Like, like i think that the obvious solution is you have to get actual immigration reform where you have resources and people to deal with the influx of migrants uh but we're to the point now where it's like even the biden administration is like no we don't even want to allow them to seek asylum right we just fuck them all that's that's the stance of the u.s government but that's not enough for republicans where now it's like no we actually want to kill them as well um literally like that's 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 what's happening um but i mean the reason why this is going to be a persistent issue is because it serves capitalism, right? These corporations uh, that fund both Democrats and Republicans, they really benefit off of this cheap labor, right? But if you actually give amnesty to these migrants, then you can't pay them like, you know, really, really cheaply. Uh, You actually have to recognize their rights, give them political rights, voting rights. And so it's just easier for them and cheaper for them to keep exploiting them in perpetuity. So that's why this is the situation is continuing. And even in a perfect world, if Democrats at all three branches of government, and they were able to craft some sort of uh, immigration reform, I have no hopes that it would be something that is actually humane. Because the one humane decision is going to be the most controversial, which it shouldn't be. Like, obviously, we make them all uh, citizens. We give amnesty to all of them. This was not controversial. Even when Reagan was president, he gave amnesty to millions of migrants. But all of a sudden now, we can't just not give them amnesty we have to keep them in a perpetual state of limbo. And if they try to cross, we have to kill them. Don't allow them to seek asylum. So it's racist. Um, America is a very racist country. Our politicians are racist and cruel. And because of this issue, because Biden isn't being cruel enough, 
Texas wants the SEC D. That's that's where we're at. Thoughts? Yeah. Well, I was I was gonna say it would be really <laughs> fucked up if America fights two civil wars for the right to torture non-white people, because that would kind of be the reason here, right? It's like he doesn't recognize yeah. states' rights, he doesn't recognize the ruling of the Supreme Court, and so you want to put up the barbed wire. I mean, I know it's being sold as this is about states' rights, and this is obviously mm-hmm. about uh, a tyrannical government, and Joe Biden is uh, uh, trying to uh, overstep his powers. But I mean, when it gets down to to brass tacks, that's basically it. You, you, Greg Abbott wants to put up shiny torture wires that that hurt you know children so yeah it's it's sad i i think that um you know legally speaking uh, i think kyle kalinsky he did a great video about this how like when it comes to the jurisdiction of the federal government like they control the border texas doesn't get to to usurp the federal government right there's the supremacy clause in the constitution um but they're they're basically trying to do that and you know um texas wants to make it seem as if this is one of those situations where the founders envisioned, okay, this is the government going rogue. There's an evasion and they're not fulfilling their obligation to protect us. And it's just, you know, it's it's hysteria on top of hyperbole. You know, uh, Greg, uh, Greg Abbott's AG, uh, the very corrupt guy, what's his name? Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Ken Paxton. He's saying, look, Biden is effectively working with the cartel because he is allowing them to bring people into the country. Like, it's... It's so absurd. <laughs> We're so far detached from reality that, like, I don't know. I don't know how the situation um, can ever be fixed when when people are so corrupt and so evil. Um, but we will hear less about this, as is predictably the case after the election. That's when the hysteria just, kind of dies down. I was just going to say, it seems like it, every so-called invasion just coincidentally coincides with an election year. Like it's. Right. Every four it's years. Very interesting it's how pretty, that always happens. Neat. Yeah. And then midterms yeah. as well. Often. It's just like, yeah. hmm, how weird. Yeah. It's the migrants. It... They schedule it that way. You can blame the migrants. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's, yeah. like, it's hard for me to follow it. Like any talk about immigration closely because I just find it's all of it is just so there's there's no there's no one that's in the national politics that seems to at least with any kind of power that mm-hmm. seems to be putting forward any real message or solution or or that's even anything based in reality like when you talk about how even you know even democrats are far right on this issue like the, they are and it's 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 just there's no one out there with a clear voice who's a leader i wonder in how john fetterman position. i wonder how yeah, john fetterman feels shout out to Olay who who <laughs> dropped in and she said I please let the guys know the show's looking extra white tonight while they're talking so <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me change my. I could change my light, my light temperature. To, uh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't think yeah, that's it's, it's really sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do the exact opposite. <laughs> Turn the opposite. He's going, he's going powder. <laughs> There's gonna be a civil war. The, the South will rise again. <laughs> 50 uh, states sweep from Donald J. Trump. <laughs> All right there, Tim Pool. 
amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's just this. It, it's it's so ridiculous. And one of the most infuriating things about this is every fucking time, you know, Republicans do the same thing. Democrats go along with it. And this time we have John Fetterman, who's really beating the drums hard against migrants after he ran as somebody who wanted to be sympathetic towards them because his wife was undocumented. So you would think this is like about about humanity. But no, he's saying, oh, there's a crisis at the border. Okay, to the extent that there is a crisis at the border, it's not like there is a literal fucking war or an invasion like they want you to believe. It's that people aren't able to have their their not amnesty, uh, their claims for asylum to get processed because Oftentimes there's an influx and there's just not enough people there. You just you give more money, you supply more resources there. So that way there isn't this bill. It's just, there are solutions to this. We don't want to find them because it serves capital. That's like, that's the bottom line. Well, also, and it's really like the majority of illegal immigrants in the U.S., they arrive there by the magic of planes and then they overstay their visas. That's that's who yeah. the majority of legal immigrants are in the United States. It's not these caravans of people smashing into the border and the only thing that right. can stop them is barbed wire or anything like that. Like it, it's it's such a it's such a an obvious ploy to just drum up people's already deeply held xenophobic beliefs and get them angry yeah. around the election yeah. time, and get them real mad. And this time, it actually could scale up to actually having like a conflict between states and federal rights which is right scary and, and the, the language is so is really what i think should give people pause this whole talk of invasion and mm -hmm. you know using words like oh this is like a war on our borders a war on our people uh, and the way that they're trying to connect the, the dots to that is they're saying well look they're smuggling in fentanyl when i mean fentanyl arrives through legal ports of entry like it's not like migrants mm -hmm. have backpacks on like i've got my my fucking my like <laughs> that's not the it's just but People don't know, right? So they just, mm -hmm. they concoct these ideas about how, man, all of my problems are because of immigrants, right? Uh, I would be doing better if, you know, they weren't here. Like, we're all we're all acknowledging that like, the situation always could be better in the United States. So rather than blaming, like, capitalism or corruption, immigrants are just the easiest scapegoat ever. They always have been. And so that's why every And Hezbollah. Years, don't forget Hezbollah. MS-13 is teaming up with Hezbollah together for the first time to bring Chinese fentanyl into TikTok. It's happening. Oh, well, I see. I haven't even heard yeah. that, but it's, I'm surprised oh, yeah, I all, haven't. All true. Oh, yeah, God. it's happening. Wow. Can I retire? I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired of all you this fucking we're all bullshit. Into <laughs> no. it's, it's just like this, you know, I feel like after, I don't know, how long, it's been almost 10 years of me covering this shit. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. It's just like seeing the same narratives pop up every two years. And how yeah. short are your memory? Like how do yeah. voters, how do regular people fall into this shit? Especially people that are older who have seen this their entire lives, seen the same yeah. bullshit narratives every couple of years. How fucking yeah. stupid do you have to be? Like, yeah. I, you know, we can, we can, yes, there are problems with the media, of course, but at some point, take some fucking ownership over your goddamn brain. You people are fucking yeah. stupid to fall into any of this shit. It's, it's Am unbelievable to me. Yes. Am oh, I yes, back? you were yes. back. Oh, I, I, froze. I didn't know you were gone. Froze. Yeah, oh, I, I froze. Uh, what oh, I was going to okay. say was, what I was going to say, do you hear me now? That's what's going to be. Hear, you hear me? No, I hear you fine. Yeah, we hear okay. you. I, I, Am I, I insane? Love, like, the, the unintentional shade of being like, oh, I didn't even know you were gone. Oh, I didn't uh, yeah, know. I didn't mean that. <laughs> <laughs> I did not mean that, yeah. I see that now. I'm sorry, brother. Yes, yes, you're I'm gonna back. Carve, you. gonna going to carve Portland out of the real America when, <laughs> when the Civil War <laughs> When you rise. <laughs> hey, if it joins Canada, I'm good with that. I like Portland. No problem. No 
Portland. Yeah, Portland is awesome. Yeah, I would I'll, love I'll to join Canada. Graciously accept Portland in Canada. Oh my God! I oh, listen. I would, I would love that. If if that's not the case, then I'll just come myself. But either way, <laughs> <laughs> what, what I was going to say was this is the country where a good, uh, a, a decent amount of the voting public every four years goes. I don't like how things are under Democrat slash Republican incumbent. I'm going to vote for the Democrat slash Republican challenger. Rinse, wash, repeat every four years back and forth as if that's going to do anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's the never ending pendulum, right? Where it's like, OK, I, things are bad. It must be the president. Oh, it's the other president now. Just at, I, I no think the, the only thing that's kind of upsetting that pattern right now is the fact that, like, I think in some ways the right kind of went too far. Like, they overplayed their hand with the Roe v. Wade thing, thinking that this was actually mm -hmm. going to, like, not drive voters. But it really does. Like, having your bodily autonomy taken away really does. Like, even in, in red areas and, like, Kentucky and places like that, uh, I, I don't know if that's a pattern you're going to keep seeing happening. But, like, that, I think that's the only thing that basically held off the red wave, right? It, rather than there being, like, this big... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of those issues that galvanizes people. It's also helping Democrats down ticket, too. I think I think that's like the yeah. motivating factor down to in down ticket races. Honestly, we're not as bad. <laughs> we're not we're not trying to get medieval with it. You know, we're not we're not going back to biblical times. That's that's what we got. That's At least the standard now. Yeah. 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 Not here. In other parts of the world. Yes, we are. Yeah. Also this week, uh, I mean, basically, I don't want to say it's over because it's not over until it's over. But I mean, it's pretty much much over. It's going to be Trump and Biden. Um, and, you know, everybody's like, know. oh, Nick, my God. Nikki Haley's got that Haley energy. That, that's true. true. Ha Haley, Haley momentum. momentum. <laughs> yeah. Haley already, oh, yeah. I went, yeah. I, went, I went to predict it and I put down all my money on general election 2024 being Nikki Haley versus Dean Phillips. I'm pretty oh. sure that's going to be it. I'm pretty sure Hell that's yeah. going to be. I Hell do yeah. have to say, I uh, was, I mean, maybe I guess I just wasn't paying attention to the Democratic primary at all because it literally does not matter. Joe Biden is obviously the president of the United States and incumbents always, at least in modern day, uh, go to the general election. Um, but I did not realize that Dean Phillips was going to absolutely Give Marianne Williamson a shellacking. <laughs> I was not ready for that. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's I, I true. was not expecting that either. That was He's upset. worse than Biden. He just said he yes, would make Elon Musk a part Biden. of his administration. The man is a rube. <laughs> Why are terrible. we voting for him against Democrats? I think, I think, I I think that, that yeah, the one difference that is. I think the difference for him is just that he's a Congress person. So it's like it. I guess maybe it appears he, he appears more legitimate to people that that don't want Biden. Yeah, but, no, I actually yeah, think it's just because he spent every single minute of his campaign in New Hampshire. I think you're giving him way too much. Credit. Oh, did he? I didn't even know that. Okay. Yeah, that was his big. That was his like big uh, hurrah. Because the first, yeah, moment. he wanted the big first yeah. splash. I mm. guess. I mean, New Hampshire's the best state to do it in because it's so small. You can actually meet everybody who's going to vote in the Democratic primary. And also, Biden wasn't oh. on the ballot. Like he's the DNC is completely ignoring the primary process. Uh, yeah. So. He, Biden won as a write-in candidate, <laughs> like, which means but, it's done. <laughs> yeah, like that's it's over. <laughs> Any hope that you had, throw that shit out the window. If he can win a write-in campaign, he's 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 got it locked up, you know. Which which sucks. I, I you know you, we always hope that something crazy will happen, but no, everybody said we don't want a Biden v you know v Trump rematch. But you all voted for that, so that's what you're getting. So don't complain, motherfuckers. Because that's I do what think we're it, if there was. 
if there was a real challenger, and also you'd have to add, if the DNC actually allowed a real primary process, like if there was, I don't know, like, let's say like, I don't like him, but Gavin Newsom, for example, if he was in the race and actually campaigned against Biden, I I think there'd be a solid shot if somebody again no. with a with a national with a national profile. You have to imagine no. a world where they're actually attacking Joe Biden, where they're actually no, calling for, where they're actually on television. No, I def. The Dean Phillips, the, the fact that the, Dean the, Phillips got any votes at all, and he's like a, the, a well, wet that, piece of paper. The pro, that's the, like, that's it's the just, protest vote. But Joe Biden won overwhelmingly with write-in because the Democratic base historically goes with the incumbent. It's that simple. It's the same for Republican, the Republican base too. Yeah, it's, it's the, not a surprise. The, 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 the hardcore establishment base, the people who pay their dues to the party and things but like that. But that's also because the there's no actual process being, that's no, because there's no actual primary process, being allowed. They no, are. If there they was are, an actual primary battle are, and it nope. was positioned as a primary fight and it was positioned as this, like, you can vote for this person instead. <laughs> I, I again, this is a world that doesn't exist. But I'm saying, if this world existed, there, maybe in a couple of decades, because of the, maybe in a couple of the, decades, the level of discontent people, with Joe Biden, people, people are, are very dissatisfied with the party. Older people who vote in the primaries are lock and step with the party. They know that the incumbent won, and that is their best way to win. And for them, it's just about the party winning. It's not about any specific individual policy that they feel strongly about. Again, I'm talking just about the Democratic base, the primary voter, the hardcore group that pays their dues, goes to the little meetings, all that stuff. They will always vote for the incumbent. It will never happen. Yeah, but during a larger primary fight, there's more people tend to come out to vote. Obviously, right now, Maybe. while an incumbent, yeah, you're going to get it would still be a, a, an uphill battle for sure. But I don't think it would be, um, you know, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not fighting with you because I like it. I'm just laying you're down what I think are the facts and and what I think is would happen no matter what for an incumbent, obviously. It's different yeah. if it's not an incumbent. People feel a little bit more open to stray uh, away from whatever the party is, uh, you know, pushing that they want. I do. Yeah, yeah, I I agree with you largely. I just think because Biden is, is like specific, like Biden specifically, like his his approval rating is incredibly low. We're talking low thirties. Not among people, Democrats, though. People think he's too old. People want some someone else. The issue is they don't know what that someone else is. But but it's but he is sure not a, it. But it's. I, I got to look at recent data on this, but I'm sure even among Democrats, it's not again, it's not under 50, but it's still lower than it has been in the past compared to, say, you know, Obama. Uh, I, that has to be. <laughs> there's no way that Biden oh, is stronger well, going into a second term than Obama was like, there's no way. Yeah, it's, it's certainly, uh, you know, possible he's not i'm pretty sure his over i think his overall uh, uh, disapproval ratings are actually lower than what trump's lowest was um but among mm. the democratic base i'm pretty sure that i mean i just saw a recent poll where something like 53 or 56 percent of democrats a majority of democrats consider what's going on in gaza to be a genocide mm, and I saw that poll. They still, the overwhelming majority of Democrats, though, still support Joe Biden. I mean, I think they they are able to look at these two things as, um, and they're not. Well, support Joe Biden but... compared to what? Support him compared to Trump or support him compared exactly. to? Exactly. Right, no, of course. 
Of yeah. course, of course. But I mean, you could have a disapproval of the president and still vote for him. You don't have to approve of the president and vote for And that means you have to vote for him. You know what I mean? Like, I can disapprove of Joe Biden, but still feel compelled to come November to go into the voting booth and vote against Trump by voting for Joe Biden. That doesn't yeah, mean I no. approve of Joe Biden. The, the the issue is it, it's not among the the base. The issue is with someone who has su such low enthusiasm around him. The issue is getting out people who aren't you know dedicated Democratic voters to come out and vote for Biden. Like that's mm -hmm. he won in twenty twenty because or at least partly because the the youth vote was so strong. He's not at least as of now. He's not going to have anywhere near that kind of support with younger voters that he did in twenty twenty. And that's always the issue. That's always going to be the worry with. I mean. Democrats generally, the worry is getting people out to vote who would not normally vote, but would vote Democrat if they felt compelled to. And that's that's always the issue. Last time Biden won because Trump was terrible. Like, people voted against Trump. Uh, this time, they're kind of riding on that again. Like, they're hoping that's going to be enough because, I mean, what else? <laughs> I mean, not just – there's things have, have gotten Did done. David like David uh, everybody or mm – -mm. No? No? Uh, no? Are we all frozen? I froze then, I guess. Mm. Something's going on with your wireless – I don't oh. know what's going on. Yeah. I got to figure it out. All right. Oh, I was like, you seem ruining the show for everybody. Ruining yeah, no, the you, show for everybody. I don't feel like you're freezing on <laughs> just, my end. I don't just even jump in it. through. Just jump in mid-sentence for every single person. Is everyone frozen? This <laughs> 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 ends the top. <laughs> but anyways, uh, I don't know. Whatever. I, I, speculating about the election just generally is getting kind of tiring because. Oh, yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. And listen, it doesn't like. It's not going to get much better uh, from here in terms of like the Democratic Party's bench, right? Like if you look at public opinion polls within the Democratic Party, it's like 33% Kamala. The next up is Buttigieg. Like we're getting the neoliberal. President John Fetterman, baby. It's coming. Oh, God. That's possible. <laughs> That's possible. Um, Republicans are boosting him now. They love him. It's just, you know, I, it kind of feels like. I'd it's pick hard Dean to be Phillips over John Fetterman. <laughs> Maybe, maybe Ooh, Fetterman will be tough. the candidate to unite the parties. <laughs> mm. Mm, I, that's tough. I feel like we should call him Fetterman. His name should be John Fetterman because uh, someone cinema. should ask John Fetterman what he. Th someone should ask John Fetterman, Mister. Uh, it's not xenophobic to talk about the crisis at the border. Someone should ask Mister. John Fetterman what he thinks about uh, all these states defying. Uh, the Did you see Supreme Robert Court Kennedy's post? He, he's oh, just yeah, going he full. That, yeah. He's it's like you know, it's time for trial by combat style stuff. I was like, what are you going to do? The Democratic Party yeah. left me. I didn't leave the Democratic Party. That's literally what uh, John Fetterman said, almost verbatim. He had an interview with the New York Post. He's a fan of them, by the way. They said this, uh, and he said that the Democratic Party left him. Like he said that. So he's on his why I left the left phase, by the way. It's so fucking The Democratic wild. Party left him. Or the left mm -hmm. left him. It was something of that effect. Like, that's why and he why? can't be a didn't progressive. Why? why did they leave him? Uh, because we're too extreme him? on immigration uh, and uh, Israel. He he, yeah, he got what votes. he wanted. I got, I, got, I got my votes. Yeah, he got the bag. It's so, because he's yeah. racist. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, he's racist okay, against Palestinians. And he's pro genocide, yeah. apparently. So, so there's a reason yeah. why they left him. So he can say all the time, he can say, oh, they left me. It's a good talking point. It's, it makes good for, like, mm -hmm. you know, for people to repost all that good stuff. But why did mm -hmm. they leave you? And when you know why they left you, it makes sense. So if you're saying you're riding with this, if you're saying you're part of the left, if you're saying that, um, you know, you're pro X, 
Y, and Z, there are going to be some things that are just wrong. And if you support wrong, this is why the Democratic Party or the left um, or the progressives will walk away from you. So that's it's it. Just a way I mean, of pretending you- like it's a way of pretending that he's been consistent and everyone else has gone further left than he mm-hmm. has. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, he's so how far been left very left inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. You've been mm-hmm. you've been riding the fence. We need people to be standing ten toes down. What they say now, standing on the business, and that's not what he was doing. So yeah, and he's just going out of his way to like stick his middle finger up to a lot of leftists that like helped him get elected. It's not like everybody like you know thought that he was going to be a panacea or the second coming of Bernie Sanders. But, you know, he was just, first of all, he had the advantage of running against Connor Lamb in the primary and then against Dr. Oz in the general. So he would have been best if he was just the standard Democrat. But there were some elements about him that were progressive, if not populist. He also ran, I think, a really good campaign. He had young people doing his social media. Uh, They were shitposting. And I think that that's, you know, it, it kind of humanized him to make him seem like a normal person. But then he got elected and then he's like, oh, fuck everyone. Um, actually, that, I'm a Republican. The thing, the thing that helped him the most, and I've said this over and over again, and I feel like everyone else has like sort of looked over it or past it, is that I don't know if you guys recall, but right after the 2020 election, where it was still sort of up in the air if Joe Biden really won because Pennsylvania was still counting the votes, he put himself on TV because he was the lieutenant governor over and over again as the defender of the election. As uh, uh, we're going to count these votes and Trump will not steal this. Biden and Biden won. He went out there and he put himself out there as like, you know, the 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 resistance libs hero. So he he was able to uh, get those type of voters to vote for him while also sort of hinting that he was a progressive for leftist or left leaning voters to vote for him. And he got the la- a large sort of swath of Democrats from all over the board, and I think that's overlooked in why he he won. Because if he didn't uh, if he didn't put himself out there as like uh, uh, Donald Trump foe right after the twenty twenty election uh, in saving Pennsylvania for Biden, then I don't know if the if, if uh, Connor Lamb would have lost because he would have had that voting cohort to vote for him because he was the more centrist candidate, at least, you know, in that election or at least that's how he presented himself in that election, I should say. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, bleak, bleak times. Weak. I mean, very, <laughs> very concerning <laughs> times. I am like, geez, what are we? How are we? um and it's like, whatever we say, people get a little tense about. But I, I think that right now, you know, I don't think people should not vote, especially, you know, uh, marginalized groups, because we worked really, really hard to get votes um, to, to, to be able to vote. So having that conversation, I think, is problematic. But having concerns, having reservations um, with what we have going on with our options, I think, you know, we just got them, okay? With yeah. how um, our country has been, how, how we've seen um, our country's leaders support genocide. Uh, that's that's largely on the scale. So people are looking at if something like this were to happen here, what would our president do, right? We, we don't want that to happen again. How stable is he? Now they go into all of these things, and I think rightfully so. Um, having to see 
somebody who was very problematic, somebody who has broke all the laws, so not even showing up to NAM one debate, just doing what he want to do, still be considered um, as a probable candidate for president is crazy to me. And I'm talking about Donald Trump. I think that's also problematic. That's very telling about where our country stands. Um, and I don't know. It's scary times. It really yeah. is. Yeah, it's it. We kind of like take it for granted because I feel like we're so conditioned to just like accept Trump shenanigans because we see it all the time. But it really is like it is crazy to think about it. Like this dude sailed through the GOP primary. I say sailed past tense because I mean, come on, he's got it locked up already. Uh, and he has 91 charges against him. He's been indicted four times. He could conceivably be the GOP nominee and be found guilty. Uh, like it's it's wild to me. And then they're just like, I don't care. He's that's our guy. Also, not to mention, like he was found liable for rape and fraud. And Republicans mm -hmm. are just like, I don't I don't care. Fake news or I don't care. Like that's mm -hmm. one of two responses. It like it's a cult and it's shocking that the dumbest possible person has such a huge cult of personality around him. But I mean, you know, I, I don't expect smart people to even be part of a cult of personality. So, you know, it's not that shocking, I guess. It's just, I don't know. It's it's a little bit sad, right? And then you have the Democratic Party, not to both sides it, but like there are issues with the Democratic Party where the base, they just will go with whatever the establishment uh, wants, right? Like they're very loyal. Like look at the race in California, also very depressing. So you have Barbara Lee running, the most consistent progressive anti-war when nobody else was, I think her record is impeccable. Um, she's in fourth place in the California Senate race. And the person who's winning is Adam Schiff, um, who was just a pretty run-of-the-mill centrist Democrat. He's now LARPing as a progressive, saying he supports Medicare for all when he doesn't. Um, and then in second place, you have Steve Garvey, a former baseball player. And so, like, and then you, you have, you know, Katie Porter, she's in third place. But it's like, you would think that the Democratic Party, because this is a very deep blue state, they would opt for the most progressive options, but the two best options are pulling the worst. And Barbara Lee isn't even like a, a contender, which is so depressing, you know, uh, to see. Um, and when if I watched this debate, I did a video about that, and they were all asked about Israel-Palestine. And Barbara Lee, by far and away, was the only person who was very clear and consistent. Um, she probably could have defended her position better, but I mean, for the most part, She's had the record to back it up. She's like, look, I was right when it comes to the uh, war on terror. I'm right now. Like, we're doing the same thing. It's spiraling out of control. We're watching history repeat itself. Um, but it's just, I guess it's not resonating or that issue isn't as salient to Democratic Party voters or at least rank and file voters. And uh, it's it's sad. Katie Porter also has really been disappointing. I think she's good on every other issue, but she's so bad on this issue. So she's trying to both sides a ceasefire where she's saying she supports a ceasefire, but you can't just say ceasefire and have it be a magical word. There needs to be certain conditions that are met in order for us to get to the point where we can do a ceasefire. So she supports a ceasefire, guys, but not right not right away, not today. You've got to do certain things. And so it's, just, it's so wild to me that, like, again, we have another situation where Democratic Party voters are given the opportunity to select a true progressive in Barbara Lee. I mean, she's as, she's as real as it gets when it comes to progressives, right? She is a Bernie Sanders and they're like, nah, we'll go with Adam Schiff. 
Okay, that's I don't get that, but I mean they just he's the establishment one, Barbara Lee or not Barbara Lee, Nancy Pelosi's bestie. So they're going. So I'm frustrated with the Democratic Party's base too, and it's hard for me to like grapple with reality that like they don't give a fuck about the left. They're just lib- liberals, and uh, they don't care what what progressives want. They yeah, they just it, you know maybe if Nancy Pelosi endorsed Barbara Lee, then they'd have a change of heart. But they're rocking with Adam fucking Schiff. Like the dude has the personality of toast, uh, and like. They're going with him. He has no problem. It's just it's it's so frustrating. The predicament I think this, we're go, in. this goes back to the conversation about like the level of support for Biden from the Democratic Party faithful. It's just Adam Schiff is very familiar to a lot of those diehard Democratic like party voters. He's on, you know, he was all over TV talking about Trump for, you know, six years. Like he's mm-hmm. he's that kind of Democrat. And it is surprising considering it's California. You'd hope there'd be a little more people who are maybe a little more active in the party who are not so brain dead. Um, I would be curious to see what would happen if Barbara, Barbara Lee dropped out and supported Katie Porter. Not that Katie, again, Katie Porter, I, I, I didn't watch the debate, but I can only imagine how terrible her answer was on Israel. But, you know, compared to Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff is a disaster. Oh, his uh, he I, was just in line with the Republican, yeah. Yeah, so I, I'd be curious to see what, le, like, what level of support Katie Porter would get if she got Barbara Lee's support? Considering Barbara Lee is behind, obviously I would prefer Barbara Lee, but mm-hmm. considering how far behind Barbara Lee is, I would I would hope at some point she understands that the best thing to try to do is to support Katie Porter and, and hopefully defeat Schiff, uh, unless they don't like each other either. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, during the debate, I think that Katie Porter, if you put aside that portion, she was really strong. Um, and she was calling out Adam Schiff's corruption, essentially. You know, he tried to make it seem like he cares about climate change. But she's like, well, yeah, you know, you you said that you took on fossil fuel companies before you were a congressman. But when you got to Congress, you took money from them. And I think that was really strong. Whereas Barbara Lee didn't necessarily attack the Democrats. She kind of just focused her fire on the Republican. Uh, and I wonder that, like, if she if she went straight up and attack them would that work i'm not really sure but like i maybe it might be the case that they're splitting the progressive vote um but it's hard to say it's just a really frustrating situation because i feel like this is one of those situations to where if you're a really engaged voter in california then it's not even like for a second there's there's no debate it's like oh yeah obviously barbara lee um so the fact that she's like in fourth is just kind of depressing to me if i'm being if I'm being honest, but I mean, like, I'm biased because I'm always going to vote for the most progressive, the most leftiest person. But like, I mean, it's California. Like, if you're voting for the centrist there, but, you know, as David said, he's just he was the guy who got headlines for attacking Trump. Trump attacked him back. And that's what plays well right now. That's I mean, that it's it's sort of unbelievable that um, progressive or left leaning candidates didn't see that it was the way things were going. And at least like even just played 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 it up like the the democrats who are doing the best are honestly the people who are most forcefully anti-trump the like like mm-hmm. just i mean obviously they were leftists too, and progressives I say Katie are anti-trump yeah. but they mm-hmm. but they unfortunately the democratic base doesn't want a candidate that's focused on policy number one they want a candidate who's that's focused true. on stopping trump number one i mean i hate that that's the case and there's nothing saying that you could can't couldn't be building up that sort of, um, you know, that sort of reputation about yourself and run a campaign like that. And then when you get into office, obviously still be anti or against Trump, 
but focused on policy. Like there's no reason. Like, yes. like we, we're, we're constantly seeing, we're constantly seeing corporate Dems and centrist Dems do the bullshit during campaigns where they pretend to be somebody they are not. Yeah. I don't know it's, why the left doesn't play that game, but without the evilness, like they, play the game of like <laughs> putting forward, putting forward what the and base wants the to hear that they also agree with. It's just like they don't run on that, but they agree with it too. Like they're against Trump, but they're not running on that. And they always trot it out too. There's more to, you know, more to this than being just anti-Trump. Well, yeah, of course, but we need you to get in office first. Yes. So why don't you just pl fucking play the game first and just be mm -hmm. Mr. Anti-Trump, Mrs. Anti-Trump. And then once you get into office, you put that aside, still be anti-Trump, but you focus on policy. A lot of it is, is so who media opposite. invites on for these conversations though, right? Like that. You know, a CNN or MSNBC is more inclined to, I think, bring on Schiff because they know that's his only focus as opposed to bringing on, you know, Katie Porter to discuss Trump. They bring on Katie Porter to discuss, you know, corporate greed. And, and again, those appearances will be occasional compared to like Adam Schiff who's on TV all the time talking about Trump. Whereas I, I guess what you're saying is just pretend to be an addict. Like, don't talk about policy at all as someone on the left. So that way you get interviewed for Trump. Well, he's saying if you, no, he's saying if you get elected into a position based. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system based on your lies alone, then once you get into power, start to do good things. It would be the opposite of what Republicans do. They say, hey, I'm going to stop all these imaginary, like, you know, problems I'm going to make up, you know, like trans kids coming into your beer cans or something like that. This is going to actually be about something completely different. And then they get into power and they, they you know, do nothing except make things worse. It's so like sad. Of, for it's, example, it's... a lot of leftists and progressives didn't want to focus on like January 6th, for example. They wanted mm -hmm. to focus on policy well you know mm. what the democratic base is fucking obsessed with january 6th it was a big deal i think they're a little bit too uh you know obviously i'm someone who covered it intensely as someone who covers the far right but you know uh the democratic base is a little bit overly obsessed now i mean we saw that you might have seen that msnbc clip where um uh, one of the MSC, MB, msnbc hosts has on that capitol police officer this year uh, well, it was the end of 2023. Uh, no, it was earlier this year. And he was crying, thanking him for saving the country on January 6th. I mean, that's ridiculous and over the top to act that way. <laughs> but you know what? The Democratic base wants to hear it. So fucking play the game. Just act like January 6th is the biggest deal to you. And then once you get elected into office, you focus on policy. I think, I think it's, just, it's just hard for honest people, honest politicians, the, the few that there are, to pretend to be someone they're not. Like that's mm -hmm. like if you're someone who actually is, like, cares like about agree, real like, issues, like, it's like, hard for you to pretend to care about something else. I think is the problem. Wait, but I'm not. But I'm not saying you have to be like I'm a Trump supporting progressive who also thinks January 6th was great. But I'm gonna pretend <laughs> those things. Were, I'm not saying that. Like progressives and uh, leftists, you know, they don't think they might not put January 6th on the same scale. They might think it's funny even. But I think everyone agrees that the fucking right wingers were out of their mind that day. They just some agree it was an existential threat. And some think the right lost their mind and did the, a really funny, sad thing. Um, and they look like idiots. 
regardless though you don't agree with the people who were there on january 6th you know so i mean yeah. you could just basically just... run on just i don't know january 6th sucked it was horrible and then it's not what you run it. on though it's it's the identity you that you develop over the years that you were in media and like mm. un unless you make your entire identity talking about trump like adam Schiff did, it's and he did that for years oh, look what it's doing for adam it's, Schiff. it's hard look what to it's doing then shift though yeah but he that's what i'm yes at, at the same time like especially in california you'd think maybe caring about real issues also matters and maybe that's another way to victory in california i could see if you're like i don't know in a state that's a little more uh moderate for lack of a better term you're, you're talking but, about a a problem that's fundamentally way deeper than just this talk too just how like the whole system even in the u.s it's like everything is like sports now right so you need to mm -hmm. be able to raise millions if not tens of millions hundreds of millions of dollars to be competitive and in order to do that you have to play this whole entertainment faction where it's like culture war culture war this this things you don't care about things that aren't real i i mean like yeah it sucks but I can't see people getting elected without following maybe some of these strategies. That's the other the strategies have to yeah. be followed. I think that it's really sad that we're having even having this conversation to say like, hey, just go ahead and run off of what's popular right now, what's trending right now, because that's how people vote. If they see how, OK, this person is anti-Trump, I like them. I think this person is perfect. And then you have to get in and run off a of policy. The sad part is they're they're lying. They usually lie. They've been lying, but they're they'll go in and run off these policies, add Trump to the top, but then have these other policies um, focusing on what's trending today. It could be a marginalized group. It could be education. It could be healthcare. It could be whatever. And then they do get into office and they don't do any of anything. They disappear and then we just put them into office. And it's just, it's really sad that we don't have anything genuine. We can't really um, trust people, but we still got to vote because somebody has to be appointed to do something. So we kind of have to go in blindly these days. Um, and that's what I think is problematic. It sucks that these are, again, these are our times right now. It's so sad. Yeah. But I think that the worse. Well, I was just going to say, it could be, could be Ron DeSantis's campaign. That, that, that's true. The first time he got <laughs> might, might, be worst, might be was... the worst primary campaign in history, honestly. Yeah, I know, really, that's what I was one of the that. worst campaigns I've ever seen in my life. Just, it never took off. It never... So expensive. He dropped so, once yeah. he announced. Immediately he dropped yeah. the polls oh, yeah. once he announced his run. That's <laughs> like true. It, it never recovered. Remember how he announced, too, by the way. During the Twitter Spaces event. Failed as well, yeah. He was problematic, um, but people loved his, him being problematic. And I remember, I'm from Florida, so I when I used to go home, it'd be people holding up Trump signs. And then when they were like Ron DeSantis, it became DeSantis County, DeSantis Country. They had all they loved him. They right? were campaigning for him before he knew how to do a real campaign. And then he, when he officially camp started campaigning, it was like, sir, the people were giving you more, like more material. What are you giving us? Like this is, mm -hmm. and then you show up. And you're not giving the people anything. And the way that they were boosting you, I just... The woke mob. Yeah. yeah. It's all about the woke mob. <laughs> we gotta stop he, it. He really had nothing. We gotta stop the woke mob. <laughs> he did give us a lot did of great that, memes. Did you see that? Smile, did you see that, heels. Did you see that video <laughs> of the, uh, the good liars guys? One of them went up to him during like the last stop on his campaign. Uh, mm. and handed him a participation trophy. I saw and, that. And, <laughs> That's great. Wait, but the best part is DeSantis's <laughs> wife was standing right next to him. 
And when the guy says, I'd like to award you this participation trophy, she fucking laughs. She laughs. <laughs> Imagine your wife standing right next to you that's so in front of hundreds of people. Yeah, that's so your presidential campaign and a guy, a random guy. And the guy had a great delivery too. Not nervous at all. Was so confident in himself. And he goes up there and says, sir, we're awarding you with a participation trophy. And your wife laughs. Maybe at she laughed because expense. she was so confident that he was going to win the election. At your <laughs> expense. You know what, going on. what? How emasculating. And I'm not even someone who thinks that sort of thing ever. That's the first time I ever saw someone actually get, uh, get emasculated. <laughs> <laughs> really, is it? It was, oh, it, was, it was so bad. So bad. <sighs> yeah, that was good. I was going to say... Um, the takeaway from like the uh, the Democratic thing, if you want to be a lefty and you want to win, there's certain things that you have to do. First and foremost, lefties who are running, you need to uh, adopt the thumb point. OK, if you make your fist like this and you point forward, that signals to the libs that you're a serious candidate. You also need to go full lib, wear like a blue wave T-shirt, put a blue wave emoji in your Twitter handle, just like go full full with it um and then add let me be clear to every other sentence like adopt the the cadence of a uh, a corporate democrat and hide the ball a little bit don't say you're super progressive signal to us that you're progressive so we know to support you but like you know you've got it you've got to play the game i think that's that's the takeaway at some point though it's shit's like it's got to break at some point millennials and gen z voters take over and then no longer will those things. Oh, did you work. did you see that new poll that just came out? The the woke mind virus one. There's like there's now more LGBTQ plus Gen Zers than there are Republicans. They out yeah. there you Republicans. Go. Yeah, more queers than Republicans. So. It's starting. Oh, yeah. Well, hold on. Are they? Are they? Are they, yeah. are they considering yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but are they? Are they considering them to be two distinct groups? Because we do know that there are. LGBTQ members of the Republic of the Republican. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. if, if they're not, if they're yeah. not asking some of those, if yeah. they're just asking, <laughs> are you LGBTQ? And then they're just asking, are you Republican? But they're not cross-referencing. Then we might have a problem. That be a, it might be a flawed <laughs> study. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It depends. How, depends. how can't like, how can you know anything about anything and be a Republican while being LGBTQ, like I, I don't, well, I don't understand. I mean, they, a they whole, had a reckoning a when that ad came out. There's a log cabin Republican. It's not just and online. It's it's the real yeah. life. Well, people. did you did the see Ron DeSantis commercial? The one that was like, I'm way less gay than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is way more gay. Like Mike was in the ad. He was, and then and then <laughs> right. the, biggest, it was the biggest gay club anthem comes on. It's like <laughs> womp, 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 womp. and they show like all these hot dudes come on screen and they're all like this and stuff. And like it was a really gay commercial. <laughs> yeah, it was, all, it was all about how he was more gay. I forgot and I was like, that. This is wild. Oh, it yeah, was amazing. I forgot, I forgot oh, about yeah. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for being Thank you. And it's funny because they played that ad. Uh, and I forgot it was the CNN anchor. She asked Pete Buttigieg uh, about that ad. And they cut it off like right after my point. So it's like gayception. It's like, oh, I wonder if he knows who I am. Because I talked so much shit about him in 2020. I hate that motherfucker. This is so funny and awkward. It's good I, remember, stuff. I was also in one of his attack ads. I forgot about that. Only was two. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, wow. right. Yeah, she was quoted that's saying how, that's DeSantis how online their campaign was. 
Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, as like a benefit. Look, they're saying he's forged in hell. Isn't that awesome? Vote for him. Vote for Satan. The ads were crazy. Like, didn't work yeah. out. There, there, there was an ad. Do you, do you remember the? Wait, wait, you were just talking. Were you just talking about the ad? I, I thought you were maybe talking about the one where they present Trump as being like an ally to the LGBT so the, the, Yes, yeah, that, that yeah. was the ad. And then okay, all of a sudden, it, like okay, this, this like EDM comes on, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right. And then, and then all these clips from movies come on, and it's like a serial killer, like you know, uh, Alec Bateman, Christian Bale, or whatever. <laughs> right, and then like yeah. another clip. Is but that they're the all one... universally accepted, like hot dudes, right? It's like here's all these hot men, like Ron DeSantis. He's sexy too. Listen to the techno. And you're just like, oh, this is so awesomely gay. I didn't know it was going to be that gay, right? Is, but, is that yeah. the one? Is that the ad that ended with Ron DeSantis in the middle of the Sonnen rat? Or is that a different no, one? You guys no, no, that totally that one. Well, in the middle of a got fired for that one. <laughs> no, you mean the Nazi ad? No, the Nazi ad was yeah. separate. Yeah. The Nazi ad was separate. Yeah, that one. Yeah. That wasn't an official campaign. I forgot ad. about that, was, that one. It was yeah. a staffer who retweeted it. Yeah, but they yeah, pay him so much happen. for these ads. They're putting so much money into these ads, and then you know some people who are like. Um, this is uh, supported by such and such group for X, Y, and Z in the corner of who knows where. And it'd be like, you, like who thought of these ads? And it's all for the <laughs> campaigning. And it's like, y'all got to do better because these ads are crazy. I remember seeing some ad during 2020 because that's when it was real wild. Um, uh, somebody was spraying poop everywhere. <laughs> They're like, oh right! I can't remember who it was. It and was I, Bobert's. Um, it was Bo. She. He was running against Bobert. I think he was a Democrat, mm -hmm. and he was an insufferable liberal. Oh, I that just, terrible guy! I was so embarrassed. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh my God. He was like, do you want? Do you want to uh, live in or whatever he was trying to do? And I said, and it was just like you just see people walking down the streets getting sprayed with with. Doo-doo. Oh my like, god, I totally right. forgot about Well, it got that. your attention. You you remember that <laughs> ad years later. Yeah, I remember <laughs> it. I remember how like I didn't remember what he was standing on. I just remember like this is this is real terrible. Like this he was is just like <laughs> Yeah, he was like tired of the wild. bullshit and all the shit. Yes, but yeah, then that's also that's he was tired was. of the shit from the socialists and the lefties too. <laughs> of course. And I remember he put course. out this smug video where it's like babies for us cancellation. And he's like, Oh, you all want to cancel me? Like it was it was so insane. It's like, God damn, like you're running against Bobert. All you have to do is zip your lips. The shit yeah. act was funny. <laughs> But like, just be, a, just be a name in a paper. Just like, shut so. the fuck up, <laughs> yeah. man. Ooh. Yeah, just show up. <laughs> it's so time. ridiculous. That was funny. There was this ad from 2020 where there was this lady, she had an AR-15, and she's like, look, I'd like to see Antifa come to my town. Like, mm -hmm. psychotic. Then she got elected. Marjorie Green. Ah. Yeah. Oh, look, you're like, there's this lady. Oh, yeah, hi. Listen. Marjorie Taylor like, Oh, Marjorie Taylor Green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh a dirty God. foot, dragon, all of that. Blah, blah. She likes to look, she likes to be that type of person. She, she, mm -hmm. she, and that's what I'm saying. These are the people that we're electing. 2020 was a time. We were, we were going through so much in this world. And I, at that time, people were just like, there's a seat, elect somebody. And they were just mm -hmm. throwing anybody they could. They thought because they, they would use their, they would use TikTok influences or whatever at the time to make it pop. 
and mm -hmm. make it cute, make it funny, make it interesting, make it memorable. But none of these people we know, and they would go really extreme because that was trending at that time, just being the most extreme person. And that's on both sides. Everybody was putting out extreme stuff instead of talking about true issues. Every commercial that I saw, every ad that I seen, it was just so extreme and they weren't talking about anything. They wanted it to be colorful. They wanted it to be like, some people wanted it to be day to day. Some people wanted it to be like how, you know, I say it's really embarrassing. Um, like when TikTokers to me, I like to see the people do it, but I tried to do it and I was embarrassed for myself. Like do the get ready with me's, but you're starting like from the moment you wake up. So that means that you have to set your camera up and wake up out the bed. <laughs> you, but you set it up, go back into the bed, throw yourself out the bed. Like you just, it's just, it's just all too much. But that's what they were giving us. They wanted to be relatable in that sense, but there was so much stuff to be relatable to, but they were just going for what's trendy. And that was what, what I think was very problematic. I remember these commercials because that man thought that if he uses curse words and if he is one of the, I remember this other guy and I mm -hmm. want to remember his name and I want to say it's Israel, um, Isaiah. Um, out of new out of Louisiana, he had a really good one, and he wanted to make uh, marijuana legal. Oh, um, Gary Chambers is that the one? I don't remember the and it could be that I don't remember, but mm. it was nice that that was a good one because mm -hmm. at that time we saw a lot of uh you know um businesses monetizing off of marijuana, but people still serving time. So I like okay, that was great. He done roll one up. For his commercials, sat at, oh, yeah, at the yeah, middle yeah. of the country, <laughs> rolled one up, <laughs> and was saying, you know, why you need to vote for him or whatever the case may be. Those were memorable. Those were understandable. But I'm saying they were so focused on making things just trendy. And I think it's because, but politicians understand or candidates understand that name recognition is like half the battle, at least half the battle. It's mm -hmm. it, as long as people know that I exist then mm -hmm. there's a good chance that they may vote for me because they don't like the other person on the ballot. Like that, So it's just about as long as they can get your yeah. attention and get your attention enough that you hear my name at the end of it, then maybe I'll get your attention and you'll vote for me, you know, come election day. Because the old way wasn't working. Like talking about real issues sometimes doesn't that's really That's so crazy. That's what I'm, that's what I'm trying in, to get to. Like the yeah. actual way to do it ain't working. Like we are in a mm -hmm. microwavable time. And yes, it was Gary Chambers, Mike, but we're in, okay. a, we're in a microwavable time. So we need to get like things because we all ADHD. So you, if you ain't get, if, if you just talking about real issues, snoreboard, get out of here. We don't need that. Mm -hmm. We need to see colors flashing. We need it fast. What do you I like? Shiny like things. 10 seconds. What can you tell me? Yeah, How so are you gonna, true. Like, yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's so yeah. I want it's so true. in front of me. Mm -hmm. That's why on TikTok they're doing so well because they have like somebody talking and then that's on the top of the screen and the bottom and then is it cutting cake kinetic being sand. cut? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm like, it doesn't matter it's what they're saying. Game in the other I'm watching. I'm stopping yeah, I'm scrolling like, and exactly. I'm watching. Like that's how our brains operate, right? And now they're like, but that that per that um candidate got one million views, but I was watching because of the video you had underneath. Like yeah. you had something yeah, exactly. going on. I didn't even hear what you said. <laughs> yeah, they've got the formula on, mm -hmm. on TikTok perfectly. I know that Lance wanted to talk about the Oscars, but um, I think this is the perfect Hold on, we got segue. some breaking news here. We got some breaking news here. What's the breaking Marianne news? Marianne Williamson has dropped out. Oh, no, no way. Oh, really? Not oh, wow. Damn. That's not, yeah, really surprising. I guess. Yeah, I'm not so, I'm yeah. not surprised, but yeah. I was wow. being a little bit facetious with the breaking news, but it is something that just uh, happened. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. oh when did it happen, did it happen today? <laughs> uh, just, just now, uh, as we're on really? the air. Apparently, she's in it. 
Apparently, she's on a, a Zoom call with her uh, volunteers, and there's a big fight going on where they're begging her oh, to no. stay in. And people oh. are, yeah, not, I don't know why. Not somebody uh, having an implant. <laughs> apparently, some people call. are telling some people are telling some very sad stories in the Zoom where they spent like twenty percent of their annual income on her campaign, which is oof. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, wow. no. oh yeah. that's not. I oh, had her on my good. show, I, um, like in twenty twenty, I believe. I had her on my show, and I'm just like, I don't know, Ben. I'm just not sure where where this is going. Another person who went off. I think she was going. She was campaigning, and how she was riding the wave was through Christianity. At that time, the evangelical um, train was nice and going, and and so she was riding that that wave. And just hearing the points that she was hitting on, I'm just like, I don't. This ain't giving again. It's not giving genuine, but it's giving trendy. It's giving trendy. So oh, um, I like that, like new age, like spiritual. Because I do remember that, and I was really, really turned off by that. Mm -hmm. um, and she was having the initially. conversation with us, and she was going on each show. We're a black show, um, like it or not. And you know, and so she came on. We had conversations, and I'm just like, hmm, sweet lady, but I don't know if she really wants to do this. I, it's not giving me. It's just like, um, she she had powerful points but then after the show i would see her online and i'll see lots of scandal and i'm like now now marianne 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 like what's going on sis and so i'm not surprised to see her drop out these people know that they Get are a lot of fuck ups they are yes and it was coming out crazy i said not the same lady that was on our show it was her she wanted to come on like a good christian woman and they got problems <laughs> too they got problems too and when you run for president or anything like that we're gonna find it the world will find it um so but you're saying um matt that the uh people who were working alongside her are now in a zoom call and they're dropping all the yeah, tea um and one of those are like they were spending most of their income <laughs> on backing her I, yeah, I, but they're not complaining that they did that. They're complaining that she's dropping out. Oh, so she's like not they, looking out they for are, them. Like they, they believe that different? if she stays yeah, it costs in, a lot of money to maintain a campaign, yes, though. Some people yes, are how she's are saying really she, unaware of like how not likely it is that she will win. <laughs> you know what mm. I mean? Like, I don't, it's it's depressing I mean, in a way not, where it's just. It's not even just not likely. It's it's not no, going I, to happen. I'm obviously yes, yes, obviously yeah. not going. There's zero uh, chance. Yeah. Of I mean, I said I said this like I think I said this like a, a year ago when she she, yeah, she was running. I think my exact reasoning was that she to to be a, a candidate that even dares to go up against a incumbent, you need to have some sort of movement behind you, and she is not that person. She does not have a movement yeah. behind her. She doesn't have. <laughs> that sort of built in a supporter base um people who flocked to her were basically looking for a third party candidate who claimed to be the most progressive in the race they weren't flocking to her because of anything other than that she was like just happened to be the person who was there well i like the idea of her candidacy uh and was supportive because i i think that even if she's not going to win i think primarying biden is important just in terms of like messaging, like trying to get him to do better in certain regards. I think that that does matter. Um, to what extent does it matter? I'm not sure, but it's still good, right? The fact that she stepped up. Um, I think well, that she's a great be, candidate on who, policy. I was someone who actually though. threatens that though. Like to be able to push somebody, yeah. you need to be a threat. Like, and not even necessarily a threat that you win, a threat that you can make the other candidate lose by pulling mm -hmm. just enough support. Um, 
Yeah, which is hard That's to do against an incumbent. not something she was able to do, though. But, I mean, I think yeah. there are people who could have done it or previously, maybe in past years, could have done it. Um, but she was not that. Yeah, I was disappointed in um, her later campaign and stuff. Like, I, I did an oh, interview absolutely. with her, and I think she did. Everybody like, she, did she's really good at <laughs> messaging, but she's not great at defending herself from... <laughs> really important things like there's a lot of allegations about staffers that she really dismissed and you can't like when you're talking to lefties and i tried to like bring this up in the interview in the context of like we're really concerned about worker rights that employer employee dynamic is very exploitative so we're going to be hypersensitive to this and i just don't think that she really took their concerns and our concerns seriously and also when it comes to issues like israel she was she was better than Biden, but she was really defensive about her position when challenged. And she was pretty defensive in the interview with me. And I wish I pushed back more, but I was trying to talk about other issues, so I had to move on. But uh, yeah, she saw the bio really clip, good right? on... the one she was being interviewed about that specific topic, and she kind of fucked yeah. up what she was saying, and then it went viral. And she had to like backtrack and be like, "Okay, I, I have been an advocate for Palestinian rights my entire life, so this is not representative of what I actually believe, and all that kind of stuff." Like, that. right? I saw that. That was actually I saw that after I did my interview. It was like between mm. going up, so I was like, "Oh God, I wish I really," because I, I really thought that she would be much mm. better on Israel Palestine, mm. uh, and I had spent most of my time researching for the interview prepared to push back on like worker rights um but yeah i was really disappointed also she was good on lgbtq plus rights but really didn't have a plan for addressing like these bans on gender affirming care for trans youth and even was a little bit confused about the issue and thought that like kids were getting surgery so i had to correct her on that didn't even expect oh really Oh, yeah, wow. it, yeah. In my interview, so I was actually really disappointed. I think she's a great candidate, and she's good just if you give her the podium and let her speak. But the problem is that, like, when you challenge her ideas, that? well, good, well, <laughs> good in terms of like messaging, right? Like, she, I can, think, I think she perhaps she's Bernie a, really well. You I, know, I but, think perhaps she's a nice, well-meaning lady. Although apparently, sure. her past her past campaign staffers could apparently argue <laughs> against that one, but. um <laughs> But I don't think she's a good candidate. I don't think she has good messaging. I don't think she's a good talker. All I remember from her 2020 campaign was her constantly after the debates in like uh, reports and videos, she would like ask her uh, staffers or supporters who were there, oh, should I, should I, because on stage she did not agree with Medicare for all, for example, but then afterwards yeah, because that. of the great reaction Bernie got, she went viral yeah, that... in like a video for saying to her staffers, should I, should I agree with Bernie Sanders on a Medicare for all? Okay, you got it. I'm for Medicare for all. That's not someone who's got a strong, like, uh, feeling about something. That's not someone who's a no, good that... talker. That's not someone who has, someone who has the conviction, the strength of their convictions. I mean, that's. It's, it's she's never yeah. was that person. I'm sorry, Mike. There's some really confusing. weird moments during that campaign. Yeah, I think you're confusing that you personally think she's a nice person, like a nice. Well, lady. no, no, no. What, no. what I mean is, I think she she's good at like hey, speaking about policy. You know what I mean? Like if you listen to her, she talks about like an economic bill of rights. I think that that's like that's good messaging. Like if you adopt that messaging as a Democrat, I think it would resonate with like the left. Uh, but in terms of like a good candidate, I like I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily say good candidate in terms of like running a good campaign. I don't know. I was, I, I'm not like behind the scenes, but like, I think that like what she says when she talks about policy, it's great. But if you challenge her, it kind of falls apart and she gets defensive, which is a problem because you want somebody who's going to be really open and receptive to feedback, especially on the left, especially if there's some sensitive issues 
uh, and you're not addressing, you know, so that's, that's kind of my, I, th- uh, I, th- I, th- I think, think there's, I think there's a difference between being open to, f- to feedback and then so just so, uh, uh, abruptly changing course because it seems like the popular or more helpful thing for yeah. the campaign to do. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know that's, if you yeah, that's go on the debate stage and that night backstage you change your mind, <laughs> and that's that's like a legitimate change of heart over and that doesn't seem. But regardless of that, uh, one tell for me was you know if you're the if your whole campaign is that you're the progressive candidate, and you don't immediately gra- grab all the attention when uh what happens in gaza was happening by being on the absolute right side and being a staunch supporter of the palestinian people which she didn't at first uh Cornell i mean did. then you're that was, not gonna, that was a big like, difference she, between the two of them like she she didn't she she, she could that could have been i'm not saying this would have made her win or even get close to winning but she could have certainly had a, a big moment online at least and had a sort of resurgence maybe in the uh, media coverage of the race if she had come out as like the pro-Palestine candidate and she just didn't she just didn't deliver there either and that's when I knew like she's not even taking she, she doesn't even have the political wherewithal to take advantage of this moment as the so-called progressive candidate then I mean it's just dead in the water to begin with even more deader than it was before this yeah it was never a strong campaign Mm-mm. Never sorry. I mean, I, I'm sure I'm sounding like a Marianne Williamson hater, but hater. personal. It's just like, it's just Biden so much. That's why you just love Joe Biden. So Hive is going to come after you. You, just, you gotta have Joe Biden. He just Bender loves Joe Biden. That's all this is about. We all said she was sweet. She was kind. She just didn't have what it t- took. And you over yeah, here like exactly. she's she's trash. Garbage have Joe Biden. Cabbage. I don't. I don't even think about her enough to be a hater. I mean, <laughs> I just. I'm just. I'm just talking facts here. Talking the obvious here. I mean, she. She got like five thousand votes in a rando who had no constituency before, like, I mean, he's a congressperson, fine, but had no like a uh, uh, presidential election sort of uh, supporter base until like last month, Dean Phillips uh, destroyed her. It's ridiculous that he got 20% of the vote and she got like, what was it? Like, I don't even know how much, 2%, 3%. I mean, come on. I wonder what the, what the money She was in the race for so much there. longer than him too. She was in the race for like, True. she was one of the first people to, to throw her hat in the ring. I have to imagine Dean spent, calling Dean, Dean Phillips spent money, spent a lot of money there, more than Marianne did. I like otherwise it, it makes no sense at all. Marianne <laughs> was going to be more. Marianne was a woman is a woman as well, and so I know she was already at the bottom. She would have had to work ten times as harder, but she just didn't have what it took. I, to me, I don't think that it was anything that she could do to make me believe that she. I think what it would take though was just lots of fucking money. Like that's kind of what well, that's it takes too. in all these in all these races, like especially a primary. I, like it, always. I don't even. I, I totally know what you're saying, Rebecca, but I don't. Uh, she she didn't even get to the point where no. you can factor in misogyny <laughs> as a factor in her. You, I mean, Matt, she didn't even get there. Yeah, she didn't Matt. even get there. <laughs> Matt is just like no, try no, Rebecca. Nice try. She was garbage. Let's just put I mean, it there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, didn't do it. I mean, to, to 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 say to say Marianne lost because one of the factors what she's a woman is the equivalent right now to the Oscars well, people saying, saying like, that, she started, she that, started that, off, that it started off hard for her. That's all I was saying, baby. It was. <laughs> Speaking of the Oscars, I'm dying to share right. this uh, with you all, which you all saw. 
I know Lance wants to talk about the Oscars, but uh, well, I, I want to share I also, this. All right. I, I also wanted to talk about the Charlie Kirk shit. But yeah, this is. Yeah, this I is want also, to talk about it. Too. This is also terrible, terrible mind. Yeah. So I, I love this, honestly. I Like, I love Hillary Clinton so much. So um, she, she says, Greta and Margaret, well, it can sting to win the box office, but not take home the gold. Your millions of fans love you. You're both so much more than Knuff. Hashtag Hillary Barbie. And then I just love you see um, Ken Clippin's themes comment. Margaret well, really should have visited Wisconsin. <laughs> it's Margot, it... right? Oh, maybe. I'm not sure. Mar- I see a Margot there. Robbie, I think. Is... Yeah. Chat, is it Margot or Margot? It's giving Margot. I don't follow these fucking people. I think it's Margot, though. <laughs> oh, okay. Whatever, whatever, whatever her name is. Uh, it's very not clear that she did not she did not get <laughs> that's true but it's pretty clear that she did not get a nomination because of all oh the you're right David who got nominated as best actress in the <laughs> Oscars I mean what is this argument I get the Greta one okay not a single woman director uh got nominated I get that one that and obviously a lot of males that's that's a fair I think you got to separate that one from the Margot Robbie one because Margot Robbie lost or didn't get nominated because five other women and some of them being women of color got nominated. So, I mm. mean, the, the idea that you're going to play the, that, 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 uh, the patriarchy game with Margot Robbie, not getting best actress is, is ridiculous. And a lot but of the hashtag Hillary Barbie, we have to admit that is so good. Is I wish it? Hillary was my damn guest. I would never play, I would never play with the Clinton Barbie. I wouldn't, it wouldn't, I would never even touch it. Now, yeah. my thing is, I really understand, though, like, I, I don't see how a movie that was made about this exact thing, like, everybody's, this is the point that everybody's making, like, women, the whole thing, Barbie was about how women are not seen, and men are seen, and then yada, 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 and Ken had that struggle, right, opposite in the in the movie. The movie was literally about Barbie. For her to not have a nomination is wild. For the the woman who played Barbie not to have a nomination is crazy. But for Ken, and I think that Ken had a strong in the movie, strong look character. You know, they wouldn't need to do held it down. Certainly but, was strong. But but to yeah, and I loved it. But I I don't know. I understand the frustration here, and I think the um the point that they're trying to make is that you know how is this movie about? women, women rights, women equality, <laughs> justice for women type of thing. And here you go, a man. Just go, this is Barbie and Ken gets nominated. But these are, these are, I'm going to be a hater again, I guess. Here you this go, just go ahead as well. Matt. But, it's your, but, it's your night to hate. But, but these are, but these are separate categories. There was five women who the, uh, the Academy thought were better actresses than Margot Robbie or had better roles or, or, or better performances, I should say. That's Ken's than Margot fault. Robbie and Barbie. Whereas there were only four other guys who were on par. So, uh, what's his face? Uh, Ken, uh, who played Ken, he fits in Ken? with the. He I mean, America, uh, America, uh, Ryan Gosling, Ryan Gosling. Uh, America, America Ferreira got nominated for her role mm-hmm. in Barbie, a supporting actress. Absolutely for it, but the I, I think Barbie herself was really good and should have been nominated. For they were fi- they were five actresses who were in roles that were better, according to the Academy. 
Um, I think I think Matt, you're you're right on point on the fact that if you actually look at the stats, only three women have ever won Best Director in the history of the Academy Awards ever, and I think that's out of what maybe eight nominations. Like it's not it's not good, you know. Women are not represented, and there was also uh, the director of Past Lives, who is a woman of color, who should have been nominated for Past Lives. It was one of the Best Direction jobs of the year. If you're someone who follows film, that was an actual robbery. Uh, and the last part I'm going to say is that this again, I think, is the problem sometimes with white feminism because there's been a lot of times in the academy awards when it's been like someone's been looked over uh that was way more of the discourse i saw than lily gladstone getting nominated who is again yeah. the first indigenous person this to should ever be, be nominated first north in american that category first north Best american actress. first north american yes. indigenous first north person. american yeah yeah you absolutely you absolutely can and, and i liked barbie and i loved ken for more than one reason but like I, I i thought it was fun the whole thing awesome great fun movie um but also if you were looking at the time at indigenous twitter and, and at the discourse amongst indigenous communities the two racist jokes towards indigenous people in the film right like it was kind of just very random for a movie that's supposed to be so so much about feminism uh making people aware of the patriarchy how it works how different structures and vectors of oppression can work and stuff like that and then the uh you know the the butt end of two of the jokes in it were about indigenous genocide you know just like very casually just thrown in there and you don't even think about it um it, it's one of those things where there, there is multiple things that are true once i'm i was never a barbie hater uh but i i think like if that's where the discourse is going to be focused it's kind of ridiculous because i've seen so many people online just get so angry about the fact that margot robbie wasn't per personally like nominated for this role I, also like, she I, was a producer on barbie they may have made the calculation that we oh, have she, five she, actresses so she could so if barbie she gets, wins she gets a nomination best, for best picture yeah she, she yes so they there. probably they, that's also a possibility that the the academy made that calculation i mean she's a huge movie star they certainly think of these sorts of things for people of that stature oh let's give it to five actresses who this is their only chance to get nominated and we'll give margot robbie the best movie picture uh nomination with those snubs i think you know it's great to you know bring out the snubs because it talks about these different issues but it's also great to celebrate like you said the 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 people who deserve to be celebrated who don't get these opportunities um so highlighting big wins um breaking the ceiling type of thing um yeah. like uh what's her name uh, fantasia out of the color purple she didn't get a nom and they were saying that she had a really big role however um uh danny b who uh, played sophia in the same movie did really amazing in that movie and she got a nomination. So a lot of people, you know, there, there are places where the discussion can be had about who wasn't nominated. That's natural with us. But I think with the, the point that we're trying to make with the Barbie that I do think can be, you know, people will drag it, you know what I'm saying? When there were other things that we could celebrate, but um, yeah, the fact that, okay, what Barbie was about, it did. It, I mean, it gave that example, Ken being nominated, but the points that you guys are making are, are, are also valid. But I think we can talk about these things without it being just focused on, we have to focus on the fact that she wasn't nominated. So now we need to... It gets like, a bigger microphone. Not That's watch. It, right? Yeah. More, a lot, a lot more of the movie world and on, and on all the ET and all the discussions. Yeah. Like, can you believe that Margot Robbie was robbed? Like, that's where a lot of the focus always Okay. Is, right? and we can talk yeah. about Which... it and move on to the people, praise the people who were actually uh, deserved. Because we don't want to like wash out the fact that, you know, um, people who will never get these opportunities actually are in these spaces. Let's praise them at the same time. Like, this is where the Oscars got it right. And I think that, you know, we can have those conversations as well. I think I think the question to ask people who are so upset that Margot Robbie apparently got robbed is okay. Which uh, which of the five best uh, actress nominees do we bump to give Margot Robbie the spot? 
Which one do we throw out? Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah, there you go. There you go, right? 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 Just winning debates against the magic. Right? There you go. Which, 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 which woman a, do you throw out of the best You should actress? reply to Hillary Clinton. That's a good reply to Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, which, one? Dude, which one do you not? Do you not, do you not, Lily, do you not Lily Gladstone out? Uh, who needs a Native American, right? Do we uh, knock out uh, uh, Annette Benning? What is she, too old now? She's too old to win an Oscar? <laughs> Maybe they just don't want uh, Ken know. to be nominated. That way, it's level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No one's also, nominated. There where's you go. the outrage? Anya Taylor Joy portrayed Princess Peach in the Mario movie. Did she get any recognition? No, but it was Oscar worthy. Like no, it, it was, was Oscar worthy. It was enjoyable. It was. It was yeah, I wouldn't say it's awesome. Oscar worthy. It was enjoyable. It was I mean, fun. yeah. It, I, you know, it was good. Chris Pratt did not do too great as Mario, but it wasn't as bad as I thought. Hey, Mario over here. I didn't hear All much the about it. Joy-Z. The problem with the people's fine. reaction to these award shows is that they think, a, a lot of people still seem to think that, like, the award should be given to the most popular or the, the 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 movie that brought in the most money or the most successful successful movie and that's just not what the academy awards of all awards that's called shows the grammys about. okay that's what I said. You stole my joke, man. You stole my oh, that was joke. That's what I was going to say. I've actually been saying way, that nonstop. Which also, by the way, isn't even true because The Weeknd was snubbed a few years ago true. for his album. And his album sold the worst of all time. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, yeah there's, been a, there's been a the few Grammys massive are... snubs from the Grammys. Like, oh, Matt froze now. He froze while he's speaking. Oh, Grammy, Grammy, oh, shut down. It. No discourse. Oh, yeah, too, too much. He's, paused. he's paused and thought. I think maybe he's not. YouTube said enough. Oh, there I am. I'm back. I don't know what's going on. But it's not a meritocracy. It's 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 just a whole bunch of rich people giving each other gold. That's what these award shows That's are. True. That's why like most people have like checked out of them. It's nice when it's like you know, like Rebecca was saying, this this breaks the glass ceiling. It's good. This is good to have representation. It's good that like you know, like when Lily Gladstone won for the Golden Globe, that she said to little Res kids living in you know all over canada and the united states hey by the way dream big you too can achieve this like that that's it that's nice right we can all mm -hmm. pat ourselves on the back and be like this is progress kind of right but like mm -hmm. for the most part it's it's just a wank fest they're all wank fests they're just circle jerking yeah. wank fests that's all award shows are which begs the question i mean we could just do our own award show for our own categories why don't we we could do a circle jerk right we do it all the time on the show that's like we should true. have our own awards <laughs> basically with leftist content creators right <laughs> it's an echo chamber <laughs> yeah yeah i think that would be great make people feel should, included and people are should hand out five away. awards and yes. <laughs> so the five just best so hosts. happens each of us win <laughs> every year. And it goes, it goes to the people on here. Actually, <laughs> actually, if we want, actually, if we want the attention, if we want to get people really talking about, if we want people really talking about this show, we announced the nominees for the best leftist mafia member as David Dole, Mike Figueredo, Lance of the Serfs. And Matt Binder, and those are the four. We didn't make people really talk It's just me for years. We'll get a lot of attention. Got a lot of attention. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton may tweet about it, so it might be worth it just for that. Didn't even mention Hillary, my name. Hillary Mafia. Hashtag Hillary That's Mafia. Terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. That's really terrible. I don't even want to. I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I I did have the Charlie uh, Kirk clip 
queued up. Everyone's canceling us in the chats. Fair dues. We deserve to be canceled. Yes, we deserve to be canceled. Cancel them now. We <laughs> do it. Bender's idea. I didn't do a shit. And I'm not. They know. They know why to cancel because they. You know what I'm saying? It's not inclusive over here. This, the whole point is different. to be canceled, though. That's the whole point to be canceled so we get recognized. Yes, and that will. I'm, I'm already picturing ahead. the Hillary tweet. I'm really dear Rebecca, dearest Rebecca. <laughs> I don't like Hillary, so she she better not ever tweet me. Look, I'm gonna be like, girl, no. No, not even. <laughs> uh, okay. Did you all see this Charlie Kirk clip? Um, oh, God. Was, yeah, I don't know if I want to give any setup to it. It's just, it's so wild. Um, so, trigger warning, there is, uh, not to spoil it, but there is racism in this. Um, but not because of Charlie Kirk. This is the left's fault. So, uh They'll explain why. And that's why I think this United story and the DEI story yes. hits so hard because we've all been in the back of a plane when the turbulence hits or when you're flying through a storm and you're like, I'm so glad I saw the guy with the right stuff and the square jaw get into the cockpit before we took off. And I feel better now. Thank you. No, I mean, about like, that. you want to go thought crime? Like, I'm sorry. If I see a black pilot, I'm going to be like, boy, I hope he's qualified. Well, that's the you wouldn't have done that. You wouldn't have. You wouldn't have done that before. That's not an immediate. No, you wouldn't have done that before. Press pause that's for a second. I believe it is the reality. The left has. But created. I. Wait, wait, I'm, I'm, there we go. Wait, 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 go, wait go back. Go, to go the, back though to the. Go back to these. The, with the one with the all on the screen. Look at these four fucking winners. Look at these. These four guys talking about. Look at these. Look at these guys talking about. I want the the pilot with the square jaw. And the, I mean, look at these guys. Look at this guy. Look these four guys give me a break i can't <laughs> there's just a bunch of fucking clowns man like charlie kirk i think he just wants the attention he, he knows like he's charlie kirk's one of these guys where he he's very aware of his propaganda i don't think he's an idiot mm -hmm. like i saw him debate sam cedar he he know when he needs to be prepared he he gets prepared he gets himself prepared like he's very aware of what he is his role in society what he's doing it, it's just it's hard to be surprised anymore. Like it, it, the only thing that, the only part that surprises me is a go back like I don't know, eight years ago. Imagine that was said. Like the reaction would have been much larger. We would have seen a lot more people cover it. it Charlie Kirk would be like blacklisted everywhere. But now it's just very yeah. normal to hear someone like mm -hmm. that yep. spread some obvious racist bullshit to a massive media platform. So like what what's what's the thing normalized. about the chin? Because I'm really trying to understand, um, what is what is this? Why are they looking for a pilot with a, a, a square chin? Why is this a They're all closeted? I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah, well, the, so in a different clip, Jack Posobiec, who is the white supremacist in that, uh, to the, not that they're all not, but he's probably like the most like closest to being a Nazi. Um, he said that he wants like a Chad to be his pilot, like a, a Chad with a southern accent, possibly. So that's what he wants the that, criteria he wants that to be he's his pilot in more ways than one. So what's yeah. a Chad? No, y'all got to break this down to me. It sounds kind quite of, white. Oh, uh, it's like you know, buff dude, like work works out, looks looks strong. Oh, they call them looks, a Chad. You know. Wow, didn't know that. So like a, a guy that works out, looks good, you know, alpha, tight you know the alpha male they're so obsessed with. That's ah. the strong, the strong, the strong, the strong jaw. Is that there, yeah. that's yeah. what it was. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that's kind of weird. I don't know, like what that is weird. Right? Yeah. It's very homoerotic. Their obsession with it too, yeah. and the it's idea that any yeah, of that has the, the idea that any of that has to do with flying an airplane. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's yeah. nothing to do with that. That's why I go to, there's something else going on. <laughs> like, what? With this guy's mind, why else is he mm-hmm. is he so obsessed with having a Chad fly his plane? Because, and it's funny because when they have these conversations, um, usually, yeah, like you said, people would question it. Or nowadays, they can have these questions, these conversations out in the full. Be be a part of a group of people who are anti LGBTQIA plus, but they can sit here and have these type of conversations. Um, and you know, I don't know, I don't know what they go for, what they're doing, but. To fawn over what they want their pilot to look like, which I don't even understand what this conversation, why it was being had. Why do you need your pilot? To, I don't know. But it gives, you know, questionable, suspect, suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> so I think about feeling safe, right? So if they have this big protective Chad, you know, this muscle daddy, then it's like, I think oh, why teaching feel me safe? what a Chad was. Me. Cause that is that's that's funny. I never. I'm surprised never, you've gone like this long and just never. See, I told you yeah. we live in two different worlds. There are terms I, that I really never heard in my life. I feel like because, yeah, yeah. I don't. You live in a better media world than I do, then, because I see this bullshit all the fucking time. Yeah, I mean, it, it's We're a like, white world and it's a black. I be on black Twitter. There's a lot of words that I'm still learning today, but like you know, the, like the other words you guys taught me, I don't remember what that was. I don't even think we should bring it back. But then the chat. I don't think um, we should bring that one back. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember like, what that word. <laughs> We're like that song in Disney's Tarzan, Two Worlds, One Family. Exactly. <laughs> I think it's when I stopped gotta watching Phil, Disney. Gotta love Phil Collins. I love Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. My mom bought me that CD when I was a kid. I think she got it for me for Christmas. And I was bumping it hard. Phil Collins is great. <laughs> Look, you were bumping sure. it hard. Uh, she got millennial she got, terminology. That's true. That is true. I'm, I'm showing my age. Why did she got say me a CD player. <laughs> she got me a CD player, and she got me the Inspector Gadget soundtrack. And then I also had, uh, and from the movie Inspector Gadget with I forgot the actor's name. Um, Matthew Broderick. Yeah, yeah, Matthew Broderick. I and... dated someone that, that was that was her great cousin, Matthew Broderick. Oh, look at you! Oh, really? It's a random. I thought you were gonna say you dated someone that looked like Matthew Broderick. No. I'm like, really? <laughs> random celeb connection. <laughs> Never That's met him though. Funny. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's um, this clip is so wild to me because they're using DEI as like this get out of jail free racism card where they could say the most racist shit imaginable and so long as they say no i'm i'm talking in terms of dei then it's fine apparently you know you would think that like as david was saying like eight years ago like people would want to distance themselves from this but like i have a video tomorrow about how the conservatives are all like jumping over themselves to defend charlie kirker and say this is not racist and it's like there's even comments like can you imagine people are saying that that's racist it's like okay if he is literally, I mean, if he's literally saying, when I see a black pilot, I think, hmm, I wonder if he's qualified. The fact that you have this suspicion about black people in particular, um, you can't just say DEI. Like, it says something about your own psychology here. And they don't realize that. They just think, no, I'm talking about DEI. See, it's not that he's black in particular. It's not the race that's the issue. It's that, well, is he here because, you know, affirmative action essentially, which is what they think DEI is. It's it's so wild to me. Like the dog whistle is gone. Like it's just straight up like pure racism. Like they're not trying to hide it. And even though they're not trying to hide it, they're all like, no, he's not racist. Like this is so fucking Orwellian to me to see the way that they try to gaslight people. Like if that's not racism, then it what is, is to them, like, right? Like, what... I mean, fuck. They know. 
they know yeah they, they know that's why it is gaslighting because they know they're full of shit like it's they, this is also the, the, they're, pl also they're playing the, to an audience they're playing to an audience mm -hmm. yeah also the stats the stats fly in the face of like obviously it's racist but let's even put that aside for a second the stat the stats fly in the face of whatever they believe there has right. not been a major airline accident zero fatalities since in the united states since 2009 if you can believe it. Mm. And the airlines have only gotten more and more diverse with their hiring since then. Like over the mm. years. Yeah, but so Boeing's I mean a the idea company, that so. <laughs> the idea that you know, but, but they're not just talking, they're not they're not but they're not focusing on Boeing. Oh, of course. They're going no, after yes. uh, American they're, they're Airlines, Southwest else. Airlines. They oh, both it's because they both those companies posted photos of like their all women crew, and then another posted a photo of like their and that's, black crew. That's or whatever. the argument they're and making. They had to, is like, they're spending too much on the diversity. Hate. They're spending too yeah. much on diversity. That's why they can't you know bolt these planes properly. Like that. No, the issue is corporate profits. The issue is that I mean, there's been apparently a lot of planes with missing bolts. It's, it's like a normal thing now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I'm seeing a storm like. Jesus Christ, this is why I hate flying. Like, no. Yeah. It's so much easier to scapegoat like people of color and black people than to say, well, you know, these companies are cutting corners to save a few bucks. No, nope, everything that goes wrong is so because they're going to hire a black pilot so they can save a dollar. <laughs> oh they're going to hire a black pilot so that, you know, you know, we can just make sure that, you know, we're sa we're helping the economy. But with your black pilot, it might be a little shaky in the air. It might be a couple bolts. <laughs> yeah, oh. That's what they're trying <laughs> to argue. Your, your, your luggage may not make it. Sounds like Spirit Airlines, but, <laughs> you know, and that's what you get with the black pilot. So let my pilot be strong and white. Let him be strong and white, nice, strong jaw. And I know he's going to get me to where I need to go. We don't want a greyhound in the sky, but we want to make sure we have a luxury, okay, when we are in the sky. So give us that strong chair, like you guys said, with the nice jaw. And I know he can get us to where we got to go. Not that he actually is qualified, but if he just looks the part mm -hmm. for them, then it'll make sense. If he makes me feel safe, you know, if he could pick me up. You know, without struggling. If he can really, if he can really control me and handle we don't me. Even know. We don't want that. And though, God forbid, this person look Middle Eastern is given terrorists. We don't want none of it. Let him be white because white is right. See, that's what is. That's what that's that's what it's giving. And and, and, and not a woman. I was listening Ooh, to the quartering no who was vagina. talking about this, and he was saying, of course, you know, Charlie Kirk is not racist for saying this. But then he's like, uh, you know, and really, we could extend this to women too. But my my wife is a pilot, and she's competent. It's like, oh wow, so you should also extend that skepticism to women. But you have a a wife pilot, but she's come. I'm sure she's thrilled to hear you say that. I mean, it's just it's so wild to me and what's funny is that like if they were really trying to base this off of something uh the one stretch that you can make would be okay well you know what men compared to women are colorblind statistically more right um now they don't make that jump because of course it's absurd in order to become a pilot you have to undergo uh training you need to have 2020 vision you can't be colorblind you have to put in 1500 hours of flight time you have to fly at night you have to fly cross country so they know though that like oh okay well colorblind isn't an issue it's just you know apparently people of color don't have to meet those qualifications it's 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 so fucking my wild pilot to need me. to be able to see but that's not important just give them i need my pilot to have muscles and strong <laughs> jaw okay and we're good to go it's terrible 
concerning. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. I, I'm just, I'm so sick of the, it, it's just this cowardice, right? Like they will, when it comes to any issue, they'll beat around the bush and they'll come as close to the line as they can get and they'll cross the line sometimes. But they will never admit that what they're saying is like racist or homophobic, right? Like the quartering, he'll, you know, concern troll about anytime there's like a fucking gay couple that has a baby or like through surrogacy he'll sound the alarm about that but he won't just say i just don't think gay people should be around kids like just just say it, you pussy just like say it with your full chest you're so close already like charlie kirk is just saying yes when i see a black pilot i have these thoughts in my head and it's because of the left because they push diversity not because i'm racist but just say it you're already you're this close I mean, the mask is already off. Why Why hide? You could just go that up extra step, you know? It, it's just, it's so ridiculous to me. Did you guys already look up or mention the actual requirements to be a FAA licensed pilot in the US? Because I, I looked it up and if you want to be, if you want to be an airline transport pilot, AKA the one that they're talking about is in like, oh, I'm kind of worried about the race of my pilot style racism. It takes 1500 hours of logged flight hours before you can take the ATP CTP exam. That's in mm. like, that's in, in addition to the knowledge test, the practical exams of which there are plenty along the way. That's what you got to do. There's not like no one becomes a pilot as a vibe. No, it's just like, oh, I'm yeah. gonna do this. And then and then like in the fucking in the interview, they're like, oh well, I'm sorry, but uh, you're a little too white, sir. We were actually looking for some non-whites this time. That doesn't happen. Like this of all the examples is gotta be one of the most demonstrably just like the weirdest racist hill to die on. You can just like, no, this yeah. is not a thing, you know. You're you're making this it's up. So, it's, the conversation yeah. is dumb. Why did they get here? Why was it a thing? But it just shows the uh the uh, how racist they can be. There is no point of the, I, the where where are the examples of having a white pilot that has a strong jaw um, versus you know a black pilot or a person of color? Like well, where how they're how they fly you is different. Your experience mm -hmm. is different. Like where 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 is that? Because having that conversation is ridiculous. Um, it just literally shows more of no matter how they try to phrase it no matter how they try to pat it and it's already um it's in america especially margin they're marginalized groups as pilots <laughs> to have a mm -hmm. pilot of color or a black pilot it's that they're not many so every time somebody i know somebody makes that uh, like having a black pilot is a big thing so uh your experience probably will be top tier if you have a black pilot or black flight attendants or whatever but you just want, I mean, I don't understand how that makes a difference, you know, um, but here we are having that conversation because it, it's all wrapped up in racism. And that's what that is. There's just a whole bunch of races. If the, like you, um, Matt, made us look at them all in their whiteness. And it was just so white and unnecessary. <laughs> for conversation. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's. It, I like. I, I love how they've been using this excuse. Like it's just that DEI is a new CRT. That's all that's happening here. Yeah, trying to, mm -hmm. trying to do a little mm -hmm. sleight of hand, but it's the exact yep. same tricks, right? But yep. to be like, uh, I'm worried about the skin color being a factor. And I was like, okay, you want you want to hear a job where I think you might have trouble getting the job if you have white skin. 
if you have to portray a black man in a TV show. There, maybe that's something you could say. You might have difficulty becoming like the the starring role, you know, as Malcolm X if you happen to be like a white person. Fair enough, that could be affecting your job. For a fucking pilot, like, do you know the amount of work you need to do to get in the fucking room to sit there in front of a fucking company, an airline company that are going to be like, yeah, we're willing to give you this job. Like 1,500 hours. That's not like, it's like you, you are really dedicating got- yourself to this, you know? You like- got <laughs> You got to, and I know yeah. that- 2020 they were looking for pilots like nobody's business people were on strike people weren't doing it i remember it was a whole thing people they were like look just go ahead and get your license we'll put you in the sky it was very bumpy times but you know at the end of the day and most of them pilots i knew with my bumpy rides was all white but that doesn't make any sense i just want to get to where i want to i want my pilot to be trained i want to make sure i feel safe on my flight i want to get to where i'm going my just because my pilot is black don't put out that rhetoric that it's going to be a terrible you're going to feel unsafe or because my my pilot may uh look because sometimes they don't even be middle eastern and i'm just going to be or Hispanic or whatever, like, no, you you're, just make sure your pilot is qualified, okay? Mm-hmm. And get on your flight and go. That's it. Yeah. They actually have this, and not to be, like, overly reductive, but I genuinely think they unironically believe this. They think that, like, okay, corporate is, they have two candidates in front of them. One is this white, overly qualified guy. He's took, a, you know, gotten all the certifications. And then the other person... On the resume, it just says, I logged 150 hours on Microsoft Flight Simulator, uh, and I happen to be a person of color. They're like, well, we're going to have to go with that person, unfortunately. We have no, we have choice. no choice. Our hands Actually, are tied, you yeah. know? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, probably even, it's probably even worse, honestly. They probably envision, like, a whole line of a hundred like white pilots Qualified, outside, white, yeah. yeah, all flying. Best of the best. And the, the and, incredible, right? And they're yeah. all got the jawline, right? And the DI guy is in there going like, "Bring me some black people." <laughs> like I don't yeah. want this. Like, <laughs> no diversity. <laughs> it, it's just it's so comical. Like I feel like to it say is. that this kind of thinking is like what the racism of, that you see of like an elementary schooler is almost to like that's it's just so much dumber than that like it's so ridiculous and these people like charlie kirk he is an influence peddler on the right he has so much power and influence like there are so many conservative politicians that attend his uh oh, his events and whatnot but they're all agreeing you know how we keep talking about how the mask keeps slipping like they keep getting away with like great replacement theory used to be on storm oh front. yeah it used to be an anti-semitic conspiracy theory that only lauren southerns would talk about now everyone says like it's it, it's been normalized same thing with this like uh matt walsh was making an entire segment on how charlie kirk was right and not racist at all the quarter he mm-hmm. made a video on how charlie kirk is right and not racist at all like there's you could just see the whole right-wing media apparatus is like oh we're a little further clo- like we're getting closer to white people being able to say the n-word essentially like that's that's we're normalizing this racism we're normalizing this racism this isn't too racist anymore this is normal now and like it, it's fucked up to watch it you know just happening yeah. in real time yeah they're yanking the like overton window in in regard to like what you what you can say uh so far to the right that like they all i mean i was gonna say they all sound like white supremacists but i mean like if it quacks like a duck like yeah. they're just they're all just fucking white supremacists they are i mean point. there's nothing to them and they're not the you can look at them and see they gotta look Okay, I hate to say mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Don't judge this <laughs> cover. They, they got to look. Are you saying the master race isn't like <laughs> the yep. superior? The black line, they rock. <laughs> like, it, it, but they can sit there, have these microphones. And like you said, we're getting closer. They're moving the goalposts every second, every year, every like to say, but that's black. 
And that's just, I mean, we're going back in time. They want us to really mm -hmm. go, go back in time. And, and so it's like, but that's black to make it derogatory. Um, you got a black pilot derogatory. Like, you know, your, your pilot ain't white. It ain't right. So keep on. And then they're going to just say, but that's an N I G G hard E R. And they're going to be able to say that. And it's going to be just fine on these podcards. They're going to be able to sit there and say it. That's and what they're like, working towards. That's yeah. The and white sure. they're going to be like, well, black people say, and black people, that that's going to be their it's in music. It's in all the songs. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. they're supposed they're supposed to sing a lot. Like, well, what am I supposed to do? Not say it when I'm rapping the song. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do. Not say it. There are a lot of times. I, I remember, when I had to listen to Disney, what was it? Uh, Radio Disney when I was a kid because I couldn't say the cuss words and I couldn't say <laughs> some of the sexual innuendos. I had to get the remix. Oh, so go find the remix and be all right with your life. Like, we can't make those, <laughs> but they are moving towards being able to say racist. Uh, uh, racist. They already say racist things, like this stupid conversation about having <laughs> a, a white freaking pilot uh with a strong jaw just 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 strong we'll jaw. talk about his features and you know but we just want him to be white is what they're essentially saying um and mm. that makes our flight feel safe and handsome but um <laughs> you know that they're moving towards what I, i'm telling you they're day. gonna get to a place where they can say i was afraid we already have a lot of our podcasts the the most um popular podcasters who are white um who can yeah. sit down and say i didn't feel safe i'm gonna be honest i went to a black neighborhood and i didn't feel safe <laughs> Boom! They can say those things, and those are what it's those true. are trending conversations. And then they get put onto major platforms like Spotify and get million dollar deals. Yeah. yeah, and before there was at least like, I mean, for the most part, like they can say it. They just don't want there to be repercussions. Well, and the, it, right? like the accountability is stripping away, is going away. Like on Twitter, there's nothing stopping them from saying it. Like when Nazis returned, they oh, yeah. were saying it, right? <laughs> Um, and, and now you could you could basically say and also the worst part is that they're incentivized to say it because the more outrageous things you say, the more attention that you get. Like there's this I don't remember the name of this girl. Um, she's like a gaming anti SJW person. And she said she posted a video of herself to Twitter saying the F slur when a couple of years ago, um, this other YouTuber review tech USA, he found tweets of her talking about uh anti-gay bigotry and how she was against it it's like i don't know if she believes what she's saying but now there's that incentive everybody talks about her if she says this slur uh if you mm -hmm. say outrageous shit mm -hmm. you get the views and the clicks mm -hmm. i mean we it see hurt. how it pays off for so many people yeah. so yeah. now it's like if they get closer to saying the most outrageously racist things imaginable then they can be more honest with themselves and just say what they want and also get you know clout for it and internet points like it's win-win to them right so they, that's kind of where we're at they want to use the excuse too, because right now we're also in a time where what's what is right? It gotta be white. No, but now we're in a time where it's like basically um sensitive sensitive, right? If somebody says, Well, I didn't like that you said that, and then somebody else is gonna go, Well, free speech. I mean, I think that we all should be able to no. uh, be ourselves and free have these conversations, important. and I don't want to be I judged like about it. Can I just be not judged about it? This is just how I feel. And uh, the, we're in that space right now, and I just be like, no, y'all y'all could really... We went through that time. It didn't work. Um, and so now, <laughs> we need to know this is right and this is wrong. That's just where we need to be at. Um, I don't care what y'all saying, and I'm going to judge you. And that's all right, too. Like, if we're sitting here and just saying, I don't want to judge this person because, you know, that's their feelings about it. And no, no, that was wrong. I'm not I'm not going to be in that circle. I'm not going to watch your content, but I'm going to be the person to say that was wrong. I'm not going to be like, you know what? But that was their, you know, that's just, that's their page. That's just, no, they went viral. And that misinformation 
information, that problematic rhetoric went to millions of people. Yeah, and, it, it, and now it, they're outside. It normalizes it. And, and, and yes. now it's dangerous. And now so, that's yeah. why it's important. Like, it. That's why it's that's why I talked about how, you know, ever since really since Trump began to run in 2015, like he opened up this ability or not ability, but he he made it easier for people who were really racist to come out and just be racist. And mm-hmm. and culture is a big piece of what was sort of pushing back on that and getting people educated. And when you have all these people just it we're being inundated with like the most racist shit from from massive platforms. That helps to normalize it and allow it to continue to to fester. And that's we saw a, a massive rise in hate crimes since uh, since 2016, and that's continued because this kind of you know this door has sort of been opened. So yeah, it, it's as you said, it's very important I think for us to push back on that garbage. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Just to it sounds uh, like a microaggression. It is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to bring this this clip up as we as we wind down near near 10:30. I'm getting tired guys. I, I can't help it. But uh <laughs> what I, else is new? This, <laughs> exactly. Exactly what else is new? But this, <laughs> hey, but here I am bringing up a new topic to discuss cuz this is very weird and I just I need I need an explanation. Um watch Trudeau clapping. So he's at this is a, a <laughs> women's hockey I can't. I've I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on here? And this is not sped up. It's just him. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've seen so many. I've seen so many good lines about this too. Like uh, he's got that infomercial speed. And what was, what was it's what was he's trying to create the universe. Look how intense he gets. <laughs> it's not even excitement. It's just like intense clapping. Yeah, I've never it was seen really it. exciting. Like he like reaches, was, he reaches like a new level. He's not even clap that fast. It's giving me. He's on I just. Uh, it's helping that speed. Oh, is, I, I is, see that, Rebecca. How is his clapping even disingenuous? Like Allegedly. he comes off as a disingenuous person, like normally when he's speaking, but his clapping is even disingenuous. It's oh amazing that he's able to even fake his clapping. Like, it's, it's so fast. It I've never look, seen it, this. No, it's so fast. It does look like it's sped up, and that lets me know something's going on there. Allegedly, and that's, Maybe, that's my thought. My I've thoughts alone. This too many times already. I think Rebecca it's is so right. Weird. The only other explanation is that somebody cast the spell on him and put him at two times speed, but only him and everyone else is just on normal speed. What was he thinking in his head at this time? I maybe like the cameras on him, so he's got to really be excited. <laughs> Every, all, it's, that it's lady enough. to his right is like is blown away by the wind right. from the clouds. <laughs> <laughs> like notice how she's drifting further; she can't withstand the air. Like look, <laughs> or he's like floating. Sorry. Look, look at the lady. Okay, I think that's his, his daughter. daughter. Yeah, like, She's like, Dad, you're like, clapping like, in my face. Like, that's what's happening right now. Like, somebody said there was a glitch. It's giving glitched. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Glitch too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a glitch in the Matrix. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, okay, that's sorry. really weird. What? What a weird dude. We need to laugh yeah. for a second. <laughs> He's uh, very that weird. being said, I'll <laughs> take him weird. as president any day, given the alternatives here in the U.S. Yeah, it's I'd be happy one. to have him be my prime minister one day if Canada will have me. It's so um, <laughs> it's so sad. That's all you guys do at the borders. If will you yeah, guys have me, please? Canadian. And they're like, oh yeah. sure, come on.
Come right in, eh? That's that's how it, yeah. that's how it works my, here. My yeah, hockey stick. You got to play A. You got to bring a hockey stick. Yes. Hey, let me tell you what this is about. I've got my hockey stick here, eh? I'm ready to be a Canadian, okay? That, Rebecca's like, good. that's good, but that's, that's how we all sound. That's, that's how, how Canadians all sound. But, but that's not how Lance <laughs> and no, Fort David sound. You guys occasionally have the accent, but then it's it, because you know, we, we code switch. Yeah. Yeah. So we Canadians don't actually So we don't sound Canadian. Yeah, I watched a couple of seasons of Big Brother Canada, and you all do sound more Canadian, but you are code switching for sure. Because, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Because you know they they cannot like when they say about it's so sh- like powerful. It's like it a, is. what is this about, man? Did you betray me? Like, it's like wow. I feel like they want to end it with that <laughs> end. Um, yeah, Lance, Lance has done it, but I haven't heard David. But I feel like sometimes he wants to end it with that. But I'm like, okay, I can hear the accents here, but it's okay. on the tip of his tongue. Yeah. But he mm-hmm. doesn't say a. Try to hide it. Yeah. 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 I've been trying to like a. program myself to throw in A's and say a boot and sorry just because I want people to think I'm Canadian. Canadian. And sorry. And that's okay. I want you to think I am though. Surrey. <laughs> Surrey, BC. I'm just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, Canadian boring. shit. <laughs> like I want to be like I want people to not know that I'm American. So it's like if I say sorry in order a boot once in a while, so, maybe so they won't think I'm American. Different if they know that you're not American. Maybe they'll just have like different like perceptions of me immediately. You know, mm. if like they hear me talking and they say, okay, this dude, you know, I don't know, bad vibes. He's got a beard and glasses. I don't know. Tattoos. But then I throw in an, an, a boat. They're like, oh, he's Canadian though. All you got to do is. It throws people your beard actually lot. works if you wear some denim or you wear some some red plaid. Oh, I got a good yeah. red then plaid I wear sometimes. Oh, that's the yeah, look. Yeah. Okay. No, that's it, you got to it throws people off a lot. Like um, with me, everybody, because you know I, I'm from Florida, so I so I have that accent. And then you know people be like, but I hate when people say this too. But you can you can talk so proper at the same time. Okay, that don't make sense. Don't do that. But then when I switch mm-hmm. into another language, I can speak it fully. They stare at me like I'm <laughs> I'm crazy, and I'm like, black people speak other languages. Yeah, I don't think that. <laughs> why, why are you guys making this weird for me? Black people can speak other languages. It's not like if they, I be in the store, and again, I live in a predominantly white place, so they just look at me and they automatically, you know, black. She's American, and then when I just get on the phone with my mom or something, I'll be in every time I can speak another language. A mom and her child, because we're always in, in looking for like milk or something at the same time, and I'll just start speaking to my mom in Creole and. They'll just stare. Little girl staring at me. Her mama's not stopping her. Her mom is staring at me. And I just oh start God. speaking it. And I just keep oh going. I act like I don't even speak English. I act like I don't even speak English at that point. But it's so funny. It's hilarious. The people who Why stare the like that there? are the worst people on the planet. I swear to God. <laughs> don't stare at people. I'm sorry, but what is a Florida accent? Okay. Like huh? a Florida. How do you do there's a difference that's orlando that's orlando that's central florida i am is it like ron desantis south is that a florida accent yeah not really i really care about the woke virus and that's whiny and high-pitched really annoying south florida a lot of people depending on where you're from have a hispanic or a caribbean accent mixed in with how they speak it depends on where you have of course you know you got the hood so you got you know the suburbs you got all of that but a lot of people 
tend to have um, some sprinkle of a Caribbean accent or a Spanish accent. And um, white, black, in the middle, in between, everybody kind of South Florida, because we separate ourselves from Florida itself. Maybe <laughs> like this is a part of the Caribbean or something. But a lot of people tend North to have- North Florida is different. I've North Florida there. country. I, I went to school there and it's pretty um, country. I went to school in Tallahassee, Florida um, at FAMU. And I was like, dang, it's really- they don't got nothing out here. This is this is great. Mm. It's like Georgia. The attach it to Georgia. That's what I'll say um, with that. But mm. Florida gets very real different as you move along. Like yeah. So mm. the isn't more T-Pain north you go, from the Tallahassee. Who T Pain? Yeah, isn't he from yes, Tallahassee? Yes, he is. His name is okay. Tallahassee. His name stands for Tallahassee Pain. So oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I love him. He's he's practicing right now. He's on tour and practicing accents everywhere he goes. He did the New Zealand one. He was in Australia. Uh, he did the Wisconsin one. Um, and he everywhere he's been, anywhere. he's been practicing accents. And he opens up the show before he starts the song "Welcome to the Good Life" that he has with Kanye. And he'll practice the accents, and it's it's hilarious. You guys That's just funny. want to see. Oh, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> he's genuinely hilarious and still like one of my faves. Mm-hmm. I love him. Oh, he can sing, honey. I lo- yeah, I lo- he can. I love him. Yeah, I, I saw that Black first... Sabbath cover he did. I was shocked. It's so I good, like, right? Shit. It was yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. And with yeah. T Pain, because you know, he made Auto Tune popular. And mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. Auto Tune was popular in the 80s and stuff, whatever, or the, the little whatever that is. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but auto-tune was super, super popular um, with him for, you know, the millennials. He brought it out. And a lot of people said he couldn't sing. Yes, his voice is very distinctive. Um, he won the Masked Singer with his voice. And so mm. a lot of people are like, wow, I didn't know he can sing. I was so obsessed with T-Pain when I graduated high school and I moved to Tallahassee. I was so obsessed. I wanted to go where he has a song called Ridge Road where he talks about where he grew up. I made my cousin's boyfriend drive me to Ridge Road because I sang that song just with passion because he talked about being home and when he goes home, how it makes him feel. And I'm like, wow, it's just so passionate. And I wanted to go to Ridge Road to see it so bad. And baby, it was just Holmes. It was just Holmes. That was, was, that was it. <laughs> like, you had no salt before because you didn't live there. <laughs> no, nope. I got yeah. to see him in concert when I was seventeen. It was really cool. It was hit during oh, his nice. first album. I think he only had like sprung out, and I really liked it though. So what I was, was still like a fan. rapper and singer from from that. Yeah, one. yeah. Mm-hmm. He was really at the beginning, but he's still like he put on a damn good show. And it like if you were a fan, you knew that he could sing because he would sprinkle in some songs without auto tune. Um, he did on like his second or third album, like a really good song. I can't remember the name now. I haven't listened to it in a while, but yeah, he's talented and he's mm-hmm. funny. I, I, I'm a, I'm a well, fan he's, of he's him. a comedian. He does a pot. He does a podcast. Um, uh, he's a gamer. Um, so yeah. uh, he did a song for some uh, game, and I I don't even know about the game, but I downloaded the song because the mm. song was so good. Like I'm a ta- I'm a T Pain fan, honey. I love yeah. love love T Pain. It's great. You know what? I got Matt. And I, well, I convinced Matt we should, because we when we end the stream, when everybody leaves, we raid someone on Twitch. And I convinced Matt to raid T-Pain with me. So maybe oh, if there nice. was two raids, he streamer. would see us. Senpai did not notice me. Oh. Notice. I was very sad. So, yeah, maybe yeah. Y- y- y'all should do another raid until he no- noticed. Yeah, I love T-Pain. <laughs> and if he can just be like, shout out to the leftist mafia, that would, be, that would be great. I would clip that <laughs> and save it forever. Yes, yes. <laughs> could put it in the start for the theme song. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh my God. Yeah, it could be that featuring T-Pain. <laughs> right. Oh, that'd be amazing. 
we're getting a little bit too uh, far in this completely fictional scenario that's never happening. <laughs> How do you know it's never happening? Matt? You're, Matt, you're a hater today. Yeah, absolutely. We gotta try again next Thursday. Get that energy up because you are a 100% hater today. <laughs> Let us have, live in this we, land. That's Matt every week. What are you talking about? Let us dream, Matt. <laughs> well, Matt was real vocal tonight with his hateration. 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 <laughs> uh, All right. Well, should we switch to super chats? Sure. Mike said it wasn't me. Mike said it. Mike's idea. It was oh, coming. We should do. It's yeah. time. It's it time. It I'm is. getting tired too. I can't lie. Exactly. Oh, me, Andrew. Thank you so this much. This is me, actually. But thank you. If you want oh, to take fifty bucks, you can. Fifty bucks. Oh my god. Andrew. Oh my. Oh my god. I got a new applause. I got a new applause sound drop. I, I did some work this week. Huh? Oh, that's a huh? good one. Good that's a good one. And it's, and it's much, $50 much American. What a waste. You can't even <laughs> use it up there. That means after YouTube, ta after YouTube takes their valuable. cut, it'll be about 50 bucks Canadian. So it works out perfectly. Uh, hey, David. The video game layoffs hit me hard because she was one of the... Uh, she. I think he talks. says it's a sister. His sister was one of the employees laid off from Riot. It sucks because oh. she was part of the production team that won an Emmy in, two, in 2023 for their broadcast of the 2022 World Finals. This year is rough. Yeah, I did a whole video video on the video game industry and uh, all the layoffs. I mean, with Microsoft's big layoffs today uh, being like the, the big story, but that yeah, that really sucks. That was a great it, video. It's it's a terrible thanks. It's a the industry is just fucking. It's I mean rotting, and it's because there's mm -hmm. this part of it. As I discussed in the video, I think there's very little unions in the gaming industry, especially compared to some other industries. There's just not a lot of representation. And uh, yeah, these companies are making so much money. The industry is doing better than ever in terms of like profits for companies, for corporations, but it's not going back down to the workers. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I was just going to say, it's interesting that uh, Andrew mentioned that his sister was part of the team that won an Emmy. Because, you know, the, in tandem with um, the recent journalism layoffs that we saw at like the LA Times and mm -hmm. Business Insider, where journalists are, were saying, I, I literally won, uh, like, uh, uh, whatchamacallit, I'm having a mental block, help me out here. The big, I know what you're talking uh, about, I'm forgetting it too, though. Pulitzer. Yeah, that, that, Pulitzer, yeah, I won mm. a Pulitzer, and I'm getting laid off. I mean, it's, it's super crystal clear to anyone who still believes that, like, oh, you just, just got to work hard enough. Just got to put yeah. that, just got, yeah, it, it, that, does, that does not matter. There's nothing that protects you from these companies and their their inability to be satiated by making just a good amount of profit they have to maximize constantly and it gets to the point where the only way that they can do that then is to lay off lay off fire people downsize 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 and continue to just squeeze any bit of money they can out of this company like vampires mm -hmm. yeah it's very dystopian uh, so yeah, I guess we'll do Rebecca since I assume you, you, you got to work. Yeah. You know, it. <laughs> you know, it. <laughs> here you go. Oh, this is this for me. Okay. Sorry right. about that troll who failed Bender chat last time. Much love. I don't know. Was that for me? This is for me. 
Okay, so sorry about the troll who failed Bender chat last time. Much love. Well, thank you if you were fighting. Um, uh, there was a troll a in your. There was a troll in your chat, and my chat people were trying to warn me about it, but I didn't see it until oh. after. Ah, okay. Gotcha. Oh yeah, I think there are some people saying that you need mods now in your chat. Yeah. I, I guess... So um, the person that had modding um is taking a break right now, so I did put one. Tony Rizzo, shout out to you, um, in in oh, the chat today. So thank you so much. Oh nice. So, yeah, I don't I don't really see what's going on, and that's because they're they're definitely you can make us mods too. And if we like if I see it all, I can block okay. them too. Because I don't I don't be I don't be seeing I, I don't I don't like the the mean things, so I try not to look too much. I just kind of mm. have a conversation with the people in the chat. So but thank you so much, Charlie, and thank you, Andrew, for your super sticker. Yay! Thank you so much. Fifty dollars. Uh -huh. My God! Don't hate. Don't wow. hate. Wow! No hate in there. No nice. hate in there. And you guys are seeing me now. You guys are thinking when I'm worth it now. Thank you so much. Depression. When, <laughs> when it comes to my peers making money, I have no ifs, ends, or buts about it. Full support, unless you're Daniel. Thank you. No, Thank continue. You. Uh, let's, uh... <laughs> Thank you. Depressed, progressive. Thank you so much. Um, my first super chat ever, and I wanted to give it to Rebecca. Big hug. Big hugs back to you, and thank Aww. you for letting me pop your super chat, Cherry. Absolutely, I appreciate it. I'm honored. Um, Nazara Ali, thank you so much for. Um, I don't even know what's the NOK. Where's that from? Like that um, uh, currency, North Korea. Norwegian crone. <laughs> North Korea. Oh, North Korea. Oh, okay. no. No, Norwegian. <laughs> Norwegian. Norway. Norway. <laughs> Norway. Norway. Oh, thank you so much. Look, all around the world. Rebecca's international, okay? Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Hell yeah. Jay Cass was informing myself recently of foreign country poli countries' politics. Um, is it true that the DR is building a wall between them and Haiti? So they've been trying to work on something like that. Haiti, in turn, has uh, started building a canal like with the people. Um, it's not even something that the government was assisting with. Just random, regular folks and their kids have started building um, a canal around what used to be... Um, where they slaughtered Haitians historically, uh, people from the DR slaughtered Haitians. They are now building a canal to separate themselves from um, the DR instead of them trying to do it themselves. Uh, there has been a lot of uh, division and work in that canal, uh, that area where the canal is, um, historically where a lot of Haitians have died um, at the hands of the Dominican Republic. Um, they also use it for business. So when they close that down, it's hard for the DR to make to get business um, off of Haitians and um, their their produces and things like that. So they done built the canal. And they're like, you know what? We're gonna do it ourselves. The government, won't, the Haitian government, won't sign off on it. So the locals, people, they go there every day, and it's like an assembly line. And if you guys can um, look on uh, the page Faces of Haiti on Instagram and actually see it, there's going to be a documentary coming out a friend of mine is working on, um, which is working on the day-to-day -day and how kids, women, uh, men, they come off of work or they're, they're spending their time to do it by themselves. And they've made real great progress and they're almost done. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's happening there. We'll have to, you'll have to plug that when it comes out. I'd be interested in seeing that. Yes, I will. I will. I definitely will. Uh, Kate Hartley, thank you so much for your Canadian funds. Okay. Your Canadian money. The CA is Canadian dollars, right? I just want to make sure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the real airline story should be those jets marked unsafe a couple of weeks ago. And I said to Kate, um, mm -hmm. I haven't heard about that story, but I will definitely look into it. I haven't heard about that one. 
Parker, thank you so much. We need Dr. Carl Mack. If you guys don't know Dr. Carl Mack, he is the, the black voice uh, of Google. Um, and we we had him on our show in 2020. He was a part of the oh, team. Cool. And he was just an amazing, he's just an amazing voice. Um, and he don't play, right? Uh, so they, he go, he's the one that would go in on Charlie Kirk about the buses that he funded oh, to yeah. go over to, on January 6th oh, yeah. to the Capitol. And he just, yeah. So um, Parker says, we need Dr. Carl Mack to go in on Charlie Kirk for this. I remember him going off on Charlie a couple years ago on your show with Ben for 80 buses. And he, like, he really went in on Charlie and said he would hit him with a, <laughs> A two by four. I don't know, but it was a conversation. <laughs> I don't remember, but thank you, Parker, for bringing that up. Um, Archangel, um, Archangel, uh, $10. Thank you so much, Rebecca. I finally caught one of your Saturday streams of Like It or Not with Ben Dixon and loved it. Definitely making it a regular watch. I love Ben from seeing him on TYT. Keep it up. Thank you so much. Our Saturday shows are a vibe. If you haven't watched it, make sure you tune in on Saturdays around 10 o'clock, around 10 a.m. Uh, and we'll be on me and Ben and our DJ Bubba have such a good time. So. Dan Dixon, thank you so much for your $25. I appreciate it. He says, I'm grateful for your contributions to the group. So glad you joined the podcast. Keep being awesome, Rebecca. That is so sweet. Look, Aww, making me cheat. Thank you so much. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. And I'm glad to be here too. And that is the last one. That's the last one. I love it. I mean, it's a good there note to go. end on. See, look, love y'all, mean it. Thank you for the good energy. I had a good time with you guys tonight with Matt Hayton behind. It was all good. We needed that, <laughs> energy. We needed that balance. So I will yeah. see you guys next week. And you guys have a good night. And be here till you 2 a.m. Y'all be streaming. Oh my god, no. I don't know. <laughs> looking at all the looking at all the super chats you got, I think we'll be out of here quick. You just read half the super chats of the night, I think. They love me tonight. There you I go. appreciate there you it. Go. I appreciate nice. it. Just Bye, Take <laughs> Bye, care, guys. Rebecca. <laughs> Do you have any uh, did you get monetized yet, Lance, on Mind Explosions? Oh yeah, sorry. Thanks for thanks for helping me get monetized. Uh Mind nice. Explosions is monetized now. You're all awesome. Nice. Only cool. Yay. Forever. It, I don't know if you know this. After I got monetized, they did this thing where they're like, you now need a thousand more hours before we unlock ads. And I was like, what? So what? I had to, yeah, I had to, wait. that's a new thing. So if you start new channels, once you get monetized, they then add a thousand hours and you have to get a thousand more hours to unlock the ad revenue. But uh, I hope that's that so right. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so intense. Jesus. God. Um, but yeah, I can stick around. I can stick around to like you know eight. I'll just say hey, and I I, I just have a couple, so I'll read them later. Just go nuts. You know, super okay. chat yourselves. Super chat away. <laughs> <laughs> Who's this? Let's pick up the pace. Oh, I gotta go back to the beginning now. I got no idea what's going on. Where the hell are we? Just scroll up. Uh, one second. Oh, I got. I got Andrew. I, I didn't read this, Andrew, but they, but I included it in your oh. previous one. But yes, thank you. This is this is for me. And uh, thank you, Andrew, for the five gifted oh. uh, memberships. By the way, just real quick, wanted to since Andrew was up. Thank you so much. Oh, Andrew oh yeah, did and that I to got me too. That's so generous of you. Yeah, he's, he's fi- spreading the love. Oh, thank I you, got Matt. five the gift- love, Andrew. I got five gifted memberships from Andrew as well. Cool. Oh also, I got five. Five gifted memberships from Tokyo Hans and a gifted membership from Charlie the Jinnimer. Thank you so much. And now wow. for the comments on the screen, that's from me, from Wanda. I've begun phone banking to PA for the 2024 election. So far, Biden's still a support from likely voters who voted in 2020. Oh, okay. That's good to know. It, it, it might change as we get closer. That's interesting, though. 
La Gnomes, thank you for the super chat. Says uh, Sarah Nelson, Sean Fain, Union Power Ticket 2028. I do think that is sort of where, if, if you're if you're going to be serious about elections, I pro, I think union union leadership is where we people should be looking for future leaders. Get away from these fucking career politicians, these people that are just yeah. lying to your face. Get to someone who's actually done some real work for actual workers and has some actual history. And uh, yeah. Also it's just work. a matter of getting them into but it because a lot of them probably don't want to. <laughs> it'll it'll take also reconfiguring the the average voter's mind about who should become a president, uh, who should get elected. Yeah, that, that's, definitely. That would be a big piece. Oh, of it. it's, a, it's, a, it's a politician's job, you know. Honestly, yeah. the left should be concentrating on local elections so much more. I like I can't yeah. tell you how much of my life has been affected by the electoral like election that just happened locally here for like a really far like a police mayor has turned this city into an absolute disaster where overdoses are out of control, cops are destroying tents, like it just sucks. It's become Gotham, and that's because of a local election. Like it, I, I get involved in local elections, volunteer or canvas, or like you will most likely be able to have way more impact because no one shows up. I was canvassing and every was shocked that there was an election when i was working on the elections here and like we had 38 percent turnout i think something like that abysmal most local elections oh, wow. were like 15 do that work on local elections you'll mm -hmm. you'll you'll help a lot uh, it, it'll affect your life more than probably sexy elections um i think this is for me but the name is different so i'm it says sr warner here on my youtube screen it says miss warner but i believe it's the exact same message so uh, Warner, ten dollars super chat. Thank you. Says Gen Xer been waiting for the boomers to let uh, to let go. My whole life, kids. I cannot pull the trigger on Joe. It's like being complicit to genocide or fascism. I would say watch Ole's video on voting. Uh, you should not yeah. feel like your vote. Like, don't feel bad if someone that you voted for did something terrible. That's not on you at all. That's not. Mm -hmm. That isn't how you should think about voting at all. Voting is simply also, a tool, a way to don't interact. Let people with shame you into voting, but too like it's all it's all trash. Yeah, you are not guilty for the crimes of the politician you voted for. You have no options. Yeah. you just work with what you've got. That's not the blood is not on your hands. Never think no. that. Uh oh. Also for me, K Blaze. Thank you for the super chat. Says the best option is to push a strong left platform. Well. I guess this goes to what Bender was saying. I think it depends where you are, what race you're running in. A Senate race is a little different than a congressional race, different than a mayoral race. Like this, It really depends on your situation, where you are. Uh, obviously, that's what you would want to do when you're in. But in terms of running and winning, it's, it's a little more complicated. Oh, did that already? Did that already? Uh, I, I'm almost going through all of mine. I don't know why they're all the first ones, but okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Zia Spots. This is bizarre. Uh, honestly, the current state has me in despair. A vote for a genocidal a-hole to stop another who also hates LGBTQ plus and women. I can't stomach voting Biden. This is utterly miserable, to be honest. I don't know what to do. Thank you, Zia, for the super chat. As we said, I don't. you should not feel um, guilty for what the person you voted for did. But again, watch Olay's video on voting. See how that makes you feel. And uh, just do that. Yeah. Yeah. If you live in a swing state, by the way, um, it's it is important to, like, suck it up and vote Democrats because you don't want to hand it to, to fascists. Right. 
Um, if you live in like a deep blue state or a deep red state and you really just don't want to pull the lever for Biden, it's not that big of a deal. As David said, please go watch Ole's video because she goes through all the nuances. And it's really important that like you hear the points that she makes. This is also my I don't know why they're all organized this way, but I only got like two left. So I might as well just finish. Uh, Jay Cass, two dollars. Thank you. Yeah, I'm sure just it just to... happened to work out that way. I'm sure. Just... Look at the list. <laughs> is, your list like this? is your list like this too? I've never seen it like this. I don't know why I'm all the first ones. This doesn't make really any funny. sense. Uh, just want to hear you say I'm not going to say that. Well, what does that mean? I don't know what that means. I don't say things. I don't know what they mean. <laughs> so, I will say them in different sentences. Uh, can, can you even say the first one on YouTube? I think probably you can. can right? Yeah. Sprinkles. Should we try it? Sprinkles. I'll say sprinkles. <laughs> there you go, I'll, Jay. I'll, I'll say what... the first part. Okay, <clears throat> you say the first part. <clears throat> Titty. Sprinkles. There. There we go. <laughs> And since I'm on my last one, I guess I'll just do it and then go play some Prince of Persia because I want to beat that game before uh, Persona 3 comes out. Michael Weaver. By the way, the new Prince of Persia game, really, really very excellent. Very good. I played good. the demo. It was really Highly fun. recommended. It's really, really good. Have you checked out Pal World, David? Oh, God. I don't get the hype. I'm sorry if you're into it. I don't get it. I play like 20 minutes. I'm like, this is a waste of my fuck. Oh, I'm picking up sticks. What the fuck am I doing here? This is dumb. I'm not into survival games generally. So no, no. I'm addicted not... to it. Oh my God. Oh, Why are you into that dumb? There's get so many good here. games out. There's so many get good, like, at, like great games out. Why would you waste <sighs> your time in Pal World? It's co-op for one. So both me and my husband can play. There are the so many time. great games that are co-op. So you got to play it's... Pal World. That's true. It, There's whatever. no other I mean, co-op games out there. <laughs> the gameplay <laughs> no, loop the is good. One. I usually don't like the uh, the survival games too, but the gameplay loop is fun, man. I, I I've got to admit, no, no, no. it's got whatever you look. I'm not going to judge you, where you, you waste you your free about, time. But have, have you have you read all the complaints about the game from actual artists and creators who are concerned with the the uh, alleged plagiarism with the game? I'm waiting um, to see what Nintendo does because they're very strict with their IP. Yeah. So I'm gonna t I'll take it seriously once they do because they are they'll like copyright strike and and they'll like yeah lot like le like uh Matt is there is are you saying <laughs> that seriously or is, <laughs> like, is it like the is there validity to what's happening like did did they actually oh, they, take their intellectual property no, did they steal it there there there's no validity in the claims of AI or anything like that AI can't mm. do that uh the, mm -hmm. if anything it's like giving too much credit to ai and sort of buying into what the ai hustlers and hype people are, are, are trying to sell but i i've seen very convincing um videos where they basically take a pokemon character's model and lay it directly over one of the characters in pal world and it mm. is a like 100% match like it, oh, it's it's very it's very you don't close. even have yeah, to yeah. do it's, that it's, to see some of them look just oh, so like, like we were playing it yeah we were but, playing but, it at first and before I really knew anything i'm like dude that's just the straight up pokemon holy shit it looks just like hmm. a fucking pokemon i didn't know it's, it's that like, blatant i mean yeah it, it, some of them are pretty blatant not all of them they, but yeah the argument they from may... some people are like oh it's go ahead uh, i think we're it has, it has slavery now? undertones. I didn't know that. I don't know anything about the game. Oh, I, 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 think I froze. That, I'm sorry. Uh, no, no worries. The argument, I think, is just that there is 
it maybe it's just like satirical. I mean, it, it clear it's obviously inspired by Pokemon. No one's going to deny that. The developers yeah. can't deny that. But the argument they can maybe make is that hey, this is just you know, it's it's parody. It's not you know, that's I think that's what maybe they would argue. But uh, we'll see what it happens. Parody though, not there's at all. a huge <laughs> difference though. Yeah, there's a huge difference between being influenced by a game or parroting a game. You know, mm-hmm. there's tons of games that are influenced by Pokemon. Anyone that any any game that creates their own like little monsters that you could collect or grab or catch is influenced by Pokemon, obviously. Mm-hmm. But the 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 allegation is that they just straight up took the exact models and just changed, identical like, character design. Yeah, s- yeah, like they just changed some like very uh, minuscule design elements to feign uh, that it's just a coincidence or it's an inspiration even. But like it, it very like there's one character that just straight up has Meowth's face. Like it's just so clearly stolen. Like the it's the exact. It's not like oh that looks like Meowth. No, it is exactly like copy and paste. They took the exact Meowth model and took his face. Is it Cativa? Because I don't think Cativa. Looks I have like no Meowth. idea what the characters Cativa. are. I have no idea what the characters. I think are. they mix and match some of the elements of different Pokemon. Like that. Like there's no there's no one that looks exactly like the Pokemon, but there's you can tell the insp- where the ins- inspirations yeah. come from, and then the mouth on like you know the the Meowth I think is the mouth on a different looking kind of Pokemon or Pal yeah. whatever the hell they're called. So it's yeah, but I'm curious to see where Nintendo goes with this because yeah, I'm curious too. This game has well like six million sales now, like eight million. It's now. one of the it's top insane. What is it? Eight million now as of today. Eight million, and it, it's one yeah. of the top most concurrently played games on Steam of all time. Like it's it's completely wow. insane how big this is blowing up so quickly. So yeah. if there is like a real legal battle over this this game may not exist if nintendo wins like the term they might yeah. completely change they, how it looks yeah they, some of these models they need to change it like you could just tell like even before i even heard about the controversy just playing it i'm like okay like this is like a ripoff of like another pokemon i forgot which one it you was could, you could definitely be allowed to make pokemon style games though right like right. there's been unsuccessful lawsuits right. where video game companies try to copyright like control screen control schemes well yeah like games like this Street game Fighter does, Kombat, can't this do game that. doesn't play like pokemon copyright though, like, game yeah games. okay oh no yeah, it's the, not there's pokemon the, elements like you have a pokeball a pal sphere and you capture uh, them but okay. it's like a blend of a ton of games right like the character models look like fortnite it takes elements from breath of the wild in yeah terms the of, climbing like, is like areas. breath of the wild <laughs> yeah <laughs> they steal and, a bunch of nintendo shit <laughs> yeah it's like a, a, a an amalgamation of a bunch of games and like games in general are pretty derivative right like i played liza p last year it was like one of my favorite games and it's very similar uh aesthetically to bloodborne very plays a lot well like, every you know, everyone in the Dark chat Souls. is saying Pokemon ripped off Dragon Quest, so they're not even the first original. Well, I mean, Pokemon is just animals the... and shit. Like, if you look at some of the new Pokemon, it's like, oh, there's an apple and some car keys. Literally, like, there's a key Pokemon. So, you know what I mean? If they're taking actual models that's that's, from that's Pokemon... Noah's Ark. And Noah's can... Ark, the story, is Pokemon. You gotta Literally. catch them all. So, if yeah. they're taking the actual yeah. models the from really the Pokemon, the... that's, yeah. I think, super scandalous. I think the that some of them really are so the close, they should models, change not... it. Yeah, yeah, the right. complaint really is the character models, not other inspirations. Like, I think Digimon predates Pokemon, if I'm not, if oh, really? I'm not, yeah, I, I believe. I'm learning things. I mean, there's um, Temtem also, which is just MMO Pokemon, right? But, like, yeah. it, it's a matter of, like, did they steal the actual, it's the character like, because when you really, see the yeah. actual models, it's like, oh, they, see, I didn't, after seeing that, I'm like, okay, that makes sense, because some of these look so fucking similar. But then it's like, okay, they have a fucking sheep. And then Pokemon as a sheep, it's like a ball. But it just looks like a fucking sheep, though. It's very generic. So <laughs> if they can prove it with the models, 
then there's a case. I think that they should just change some of them because they look generic and pretty like super derivative of Pokemon. They have the but money like, to do it now. They can definitely hire. Like, they can do whatever team. they want. They can, yeah. yeah. It's got yeah, it's not a perfect game. Goddamn. It's super janky, but the gameplay loop is really, really fun. Mm. It's like a good yeah, Pokemon yeah. game, but also much more than just Pokemon with guns. And also, it's very, it's kind of fucked up in a way because, like, you could put your pals to work, and then they start to complain about the working conditions, and then you can choose <laughs> to like be more cruel and make them work hard. I'm like, this is legitimately oh, like the slavery a dystopian fucking game. See, that's, yeah, that's yeah. The that's the appeal, though, in the sense that you have these really cute looking like Pokemon, essentially, and you're yeah. like you're putting them to work and like you're murdering them with guns like that. Like oh, if they change up. the model so much that, that they no longer look like Pokemon, I don't think it's really going to have the same appeal. Like, I think the fact that these are cute and cuddly little creatures is like half of the appeal of why the game is as big as it is. <laughs> I mean, at least half of the appeal because if they didn't have that as aesthetic I don't think it would be as yeah. it's, it's a survival game it's just you know it's like art and or it's, anything just, else. it's very part of the appeal and I think why people like it is because it's so absurd like at first you walk up to them and you start punching them to catch them to weaken them yeah. you know <laughs> Uh, and then you fucking you then you give your little you give your little chipmunk character a submachine gun and put them over your shoulders and have them shoot at the other like it's fucking it's so insane you know what's fucked up is this making me want to play the game, <laughs> I want to this game. okay i want to see how fucked up it is i only played it because it's on game pass if you have game pass it's, it's on game pass that's, uh, okay, okay. that's why i checked it out i would not pay full price lance for add me on steam right. you can play in our party Okay, all right. We we have a party uh, called the Bussies, so you can join us. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> I'm like, I would ask you if it's crossplay because I may join, but I don't want to get into this game. So. <laughs> no, Dave, it's it's listen. It is so much fun if they can if they actually have copied like Pokemon models. I think that's fucked up, and I would be against it. But like, if they you'll did still not enjoy do the that, fuck they need to it. change it. Yeah, it's objectively just I think a fun game for me. Like I just enjoy it, but yeah. Yeah. It's just I, when I was on there, I'm like, I feel like I should be playing Prince of Persia instead because it's such a well crafted game to then mm. go to play this and fucking pick the up. The problem is, you didn't play long stuff. enough. Spawn, if you watch uh, Spawn enough, Waves no, video, he wasn't feeling the first hour or so. And then on hour three, he's like, okay, I get the gameplay loop now. It it's mm. it makes sense. Like, it's uh, it's just so it's so it's, stupid. It, it's absurd, but it's like. I want to keep playing it. If it came out during like a dead time, I could see. But like Yakuza or I should say uh, like a dragon that's calling that comes out tomorrow that I want I, that I'm not buying because I want mm. Persona Three next week. And then there's like Grand Blue Fantasy. There's a lot of great games coming out next oh. few months. It's just uh, impossible. That's a lot to of time. Those are a lot of RPGs. I know. I'm yeah. not. Gonna, that's why I'm only sticking to Persona, and then I'll see where I go from there. I'm trying Michael to get through Weaver. Final Fantasy VII still. Oh, great. That's that comes out the end of what. March, I think. Oh my god, yeah. too much. I haven't played the first one. I'm like, I don't know, a couple hours. Oh, it's in. really good. It's really good. Uh, this has been on screen for like 20 minutes. Michael Weaver, <laughs> five dollars super chat. Thank you. Says I wanted to get y'all to talk about what is the plan if people don't vote for Biden and Trump, and Trump actually gets back in, because it's very likely. Any takers? <laughs> what is the plan? Uh, uh, I don't know. Same thing I've been saying. Even if uh, that doesn't happen, is that I still think people should organize locally. Uh, and mm -hmm. I think uh, that should be for a variety of reasons. Uh, I, I, if I was you and you're worried about safety, if you have resources, I'd start looking into getting further away from red states, especially if you happen to be LGBTQ plus. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, things are just getting worse and worse. Look after yourselves. Join local organizations. All that kind of stuff. Um, and and like uh, you know, both of I think all three of you were saying uh, like 
a lot of the victories in the left are occurring in the the worker uh movements in in unionization in, in you know people effectively like that video that david put out today i i would recommend to watch just because like it shows you a stark difference between those who are unionized in the video game industry and everyone else who's just getting fucking gutted now that vc is drying up and everyone's pulling money out like you know it's funny to laugh at like tesla bottoming out right now back to it's like a uh, pre-speculation amounts like what is it like 182 or something uh while he's in the middle of his like i'm not anti-semitic tour uh but like for a lot of people there's thousands of jobs being lost not not specifically for that company but all over the place in media in tech video games all that kind of shit um and like david pointed out the exception to the rule are the unionized so again that, that would be my yeah. advice um mm -hmm. if you can yeah and uh i got one more this came in late hideous lemon thank you i'm not gonna say that again <laughs> <Hideous Pringles. laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the message there you go all right that's that was weirdly uh, they were all in order they should do that more often uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go now but thank you all for uh sending in your super chats and thank you all for being here for this great conversation i'm i will leave I you now and try to find where i left you the last time okay uh, yeah i'm looking too and david i'll what? see you on pal world this weekend oh the, <laughs> the bussies I think I missed Tokyo. I think I missed Tokyo Hans. I think I missed Tokyo Hans. That's a great team name. Oh, I think I found it. It's this one, right? Tokyo. No, mine is a Trudeau must have hired the same image consultant as DeSantis. That's from Tokyo Hans. I mean, whatever the hell's going on with Trudeau, he's always been. That's a that's a good comment. Accurate. I, okay, this is the first one that I see besides... I did get a new membership from after, Raven McQueen. Uh, yeah, it's um, probably yours, and it was the first. Yeah, I believe this... I think this is where we're at. Uh, this one is for me from Tokyo, Hans. Uh, thank you, Tokyo, for the 1,000 yen. Uh, political ad idea. Mike in full rainbow guard, 20 rainbow f uh, flags in the back, blasting techno, pounding a Bud Light, saying, I'd like to see MAGA come to my town, then busting out some dance moves. That would slap. That'd be pretty cool. I don't know that I would be able to uh, to pull off something that cool, but it would be it would be awesome if I could. Hell yeah! Uh, I believe this one's also for me, hideous lemon. Uh, thank you so much for the ten pounds. Uh, have you guys seen the news about Matt Gates? The ethics probe has uh, contacted new witnesses, more minors. Also asked the wow. DOJ for uh, evidence from their from their investigation of him. Uh, oh, I haven't uh, I haven't really read into this, but I'll have to look into this because yeah, um, that's uh, that's interesting. Uh, Jcast two dollars. Shout out to Mike's mustache booger T. Uh, I looked, and I don't see a booger. I think that what you're seeing, uh, if you're not just like trolling, is I have like a white hair on on this side in my mustache. I gotta pluck that. Uh, but maybe it looks like a booger in the I got all these weird looking cuts along the front of my face, and that's because Chico pulled me into a pole and like I slammed into a pole. And I haven't like been hit in the face in a long time. And I was like, oh, I forgot that feeling of just being like, you know, dizzy and can't see straight and stuff. Yeah. Damn. Did that's you, human did you, abuse. Did you, you said that as if uh, there was a time in your life where you were constantly being <laughs> hit in the face. <laughs> where I was eaten constantly. <laughs> yeah, turtle shells being thrown at me. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay. Hans with a super chat for me. Finally. Jeez, someone give me a super chat. Uh, MB, I have an idea to make the super chats run more smoothly. Chatters, 
I'm laughing at this already. Chatter replaced an indicator <laughs> at the beginning of the chat. Example, MB equals Matt. MF equals motherfucker. Oh, I'm sorry. Mike, he says. Uh, RA hey. equals Rebecca. TS equals the serfs. And, <laughs> and David is obviously SS. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, this one is from Sam. Nice to see you, Sam. Uh, member Super Chat. Also, Lily Gladstone is the first Native uh, North American to be nominated for Best Actress, which should be talked about more instead of this outrage. Yeah, that's really cool. I uh, I still need to see Killers of the Flower Moon, by the way. I know it's on so Apple good. TV. So I really want to yeah, watch, watch it. it. I, yeah. yeah. I, I, I also I recommend reading I'm the book really afterwards. Oh, I didn't know there was a book. Okay. So I, I did it in reverse. Like most people read the book first, then they saw the movie, but I read the mm -hmm. book after the movie and it was actually really cool because you see, and I'm not going to spoil anything, but you see mm -hmm. a lot of intentional things they changed, including not making Leo uh, the FBI character because could, the, it could have been a white savior film. It could have been like the, the noble white FBI agent comes up and gets the dastardly bad people who try to genocide these noble you know Native Americans, right? Mm -hmm. But instead they, they made him a completely different character. I won't spoil it, but it was a good oh, call because okay. that way it actually does a lot better job is telling the osage's story and everything yeah it's 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 really good okay yeah. yeah i really want to i'm gonna have to try to make time this weekend um okay so this one i believe this is for you matt mm, is it for me oh i just want to add an update by the way apparently marianne williamson is claiming that even though she mentioned that the best move for her campaign to do would be to suspend the campaign on the She's call that was widely reported She's claiming that she did not, in fact, suspend her campaign. Oh. <laughs> oh, so, okay. Listen, the right move here is to suspend my campaign, which is why I'm going to I will not be. Going. <laughs> well, I'm glad we had the conversation. But, like, the, we did the whole, um, what's it called? The obituary on her campaign. Right. So, um, with this latest Are you reading that from political polls? What's that? The official, yes, yes. The, the official. Yeah. Okay, okay, that's really funny. Uh, <laughs> so, funny. so whatever, um, whatever I said earlier about Marianne Williamson and her campaign, I am reversing course and saying Marianne Wilson, twenty twenty four. Oh, that's an endorsement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Radio friendly box. You're right. That is for me. Movies shouldn't be made with topics meant to be meant to bulletproof themselves from Oscar snubs. Like, how dare you not nominate Schindler's List? Oh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, I don't think, I mean, obviously there are movies that are clearly made for Oscar consideration. But, I mean, what can you do? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the Iron, Iron Claw didn't get nominated. And to me, that was surprising. Because that was a movie that seemed tailor-made for the Academy Awards. Uh, Hideous Lemon with the member super chat. Uh, thank you so much. In Charlie Kirk's debate with Vosh on Tim Pool's show, he called black people urban. Oh, did he really? Charlie oh, Kirk did. Well, uh, that wouldn't surprise me if he did. Uh, because it does sound um, like Charlie Kirk. Yeah, he's he's racist. So yeah. Um, I think this one's for you, Matt. Uh oh. He's frozen again. No, he's gone. Can I? I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really yeah. quickly. I'm gonna really quickly leave the studio and come back in and see if that solves this because this is ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Go and ahead. I gotta yeah. believe because I'm not. See, I'll quickly rattle. I'll quickly rattle off my super chats. Yeah. We'll let, uh, we'll let Lance go. Jay, 
Big cast, thank you for the $5 dono. That cockpit door failed because uh, the hinge was painted black. You know it was up to no good. Uh, that's in reference to the the, the flights uh, and them not trusting black people as pilots, even though it's ridiculous. Andrew S., thank you so much for the five gifted subs. Very, very generous wow. of you. Uh, Andrew S. Nice. And, yeah, thanks for doing that to everybody. That was that was really nice. Yeah. Um, so, Ren, your thumbnail is hilarious, by the way. You guys should do an award for most ghoulish right-wing commenter. Uh, we could probably do that. After yeah. we finish, you know, the, the Leftist Mafia giving us uh, each other awards show. <laughs> right. Um, and finally, Tokyo Hands, thank you for the 500 yen with the message. Just some money for enjoying my Trudeau comment. No problem. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you. Can you just, Lance, Thanks. can you just connect your channel to the StreamYard so we could see all your stuff like everybody else? Why do you do it differently? Uh, I, I don't know how you guys connected. What do I have to do? Like, do I have to log in? Or create you just, account. You just you just go into the Streamyard dashboard, and you just connect uh -huh. your accounts. And then when oh, okay. it, when David I will presses do that. I live, always connect as a guest. When when David presses live, you we, we it goes live on every single channel. And that way, if your connection goes down for any reason, because Streamyard's running it on their end, your channel will still be live with the rest of the crew. Oh, okay, sweet. Yeah, yeah. I'll do that. It should say connect your channel or something like that in like the top right. I want to say. Okay. Uh, but you should just have to do it once, right? And then yeah, I, I've never I've done it yeah. once and never had to do it again. Because I don't, yeah, I don't have to do it either every week. So it's just, and you could disconnect it if you want to do a different channel. I think. Okay, awesome. Tokyo Hans with a super chat. Charlie Kirk's comments: Black pilots are way better. For example, look at the Tuskegee Tusk Tuskegee Airmen. Not a single loss of a bomber on their escort trips. They were specifically requested by white bomber pilots. I think this one is you as well. We'll keep on rolling. For us, though, with the Super Chat, we should have awards for lower-level roles, like Best Background Actor, Best yeah. Bit Part, Best Cameo, etc. We There should be a lot more awards. Mm -hmm. I would be down for that. Yeah. <laughs> the award show can be like 10 hours. <laughs> Hideous Lemon with two pounds. Thank you. Uh, they want the pilot to have Habsburg jaw. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think this is you, Matt, I want to say. Uh, Jay Cash with the super chat. Have you seen Vince McMahon's alleged text messages to his accusers? Literally looks like a horny fifteen-year-old typed them. Mm. I, you're you're downplaying them. This is this is. I, I, we we I, it's not. It's worth the what the allegations are and what is coming out in this suit from this woman who worked for the company, who is saying that Vince McMahon literally sex trafficked her um Jeez. is is one of uh, i mean the texts the content of those texts the, the the what's in that suit is some of the most horrific things i've ever heard um oh. i mean I, I think it we need to talk more about it than what we have here at the end of the show but i'll say the way you're describing it is downplaying it it is abhorrent honestly the what he's writing to her and what he's claiming it, to set, tell other people that they're that she he's going to allow them to do to her. I mean, this is uh, oh wow, it's it's a, movie a, villain shit. Apparently, he was um, using her and his trafficking her as part of deals he would sign with other 
like he would promise her to people to as part of the deal he would sign with them. It, it's really uh, some of the most, and I've listened. Vince McMahon is. There's been stories about him for for decades, and I can only imagine what else is going to come out from other people. And this is allegations from 2020, when the man's in his 70s. Mm. So I can only imagine what's going to come out when he was like, you know, doing, you know, running the company and doing coke in the 80s or whatever. When he was what 30, 40 years younger. Um, it's it's, but this is even worse. The, the details. The specifics are even worse than I could possibly comprehend. And I would say that if you're going to look it up and read it, um, uh, be warned. It's, it's, it's rough. The things in detail they say that he did to her and had other, let other people do to her is, is horrific. Horrific. Mm-hmm. Uh, i got another one for you. Uh, T-Types with a super chat. Andres... Lubitz, the only commercial pilot to ever intentionally crash their flight, was an average-looking white guy. Yeah. Uh, this one is for me. I, it says the message retracted, so I can't see it. Um, so I'm not sure what you said, but I, I appreciate the uh, the ten dollars super chat. Hopefully, you won't get charged if you retract the message. I think the message is, uh, I got to leave. Sorry, gentlemen. I have to take off. I just know this is <laughs> eight. So, uh, All right. I well, take care. I'll, I'll see you next week. Bye. God bless. Uh, okay. So I think this one is for you. Oh, no, no. This was Rebecca. I'm sorry. Uh, this one would be for you. The letter hack with a super chat. Let's be real. If Nancy Pelosi had, had directed a film last year and wasn't nominated, old Matt would be singing a different tune entirely. Right. Nancy Pelosi True. for all the awards, please. Love her. Is this for me too? Oh, yeah, it is. Admiral Stewie with a $10 super chat. It is of dire importance that you all know Tom McDonald has announced he is releasing a music video called Facts with Ben Shapiro tomorrow morning. Stop. I saw this. I Shut saw up. His Is it te- real? I saw his little teaser video. Do you want to pull it up, Mike? Hold on. Is that copyright, uh, though? Because it's a song? I don't think the song is in the teaser video. It's it's really bad. This okay, if you video. can give me the link, I'll pull it up. Oh, my God. I'm a huge right. Tom McDonald fan. Are you really? <laughs> no, I'm being sarcastic. I, I love know, him I in know, the I same way I love uh, Hillary. But uh, there yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, pull okay. Let up. me pull that up. Oh, I'm excited. This is gonna be so good. It's so bad. Let's remove the super chat too, so there's room for people. Oh to my see god! This. Please, please, please have Ben Shapiro thank you, be part Ad- of it. Oh no, it, he's definitely part of it. Watch. This Does he video. rap? R- remove this. Uh, remove the super chat so people could see it. Okay, okay, give me one sec. Thank okay. you, Admiral Stewie, though, for bringing it up. All right, here we go. <sighs> All right, people keep asking me who's going to be rapping with me in this new music video on Friday, so let's give him a FaceTime call and just see if he's ready. Hey, Tom, what's up? <laughs> what? Oh my God! Please, please let Ben Shapiro have a significant role. That would be amazing. Oh my God! 
I can't wait to hear it. I can't wait to hear. I hope I hope he gets yeah. him to read uh, the lyrics to, uh, to "Wet Ass P Word," <laughs> <laughs> as Ben Shapiro called it. Hey Tom, uh, what's up? Hey Tom, what's up? <laughs> That's actually really good. Hey Tom, what's up? Oh, <laughs> uh, I can't. I can't do it. I, watch. It's he didn't actually collaborate with Ben Shapiro. He got a cameo. And it's like, hey, can you tell my friend Tom, hey, what's up for his birthday or some shit? <laughs> hey, Tom. Uh, okay, okay. Um, so I think we got, was this David's? I think it was David's, right? I think so. Okay, so uh, this brings us to Joe uh, Mancuso. Hey, Joe, how's it going? It's nice to see you again. $20. Wow, I really appreciate that. Uh, Lance is going to greet you with maple syrup at the border. I, I hope so, right? Like some maple syrup, a Canadian flag, and like, you know, some some good Canadian flannel. I think that would be a, a good warm welcome. Um, Let's see here. So I think this one is uh for me. This is from the Bitey Face Puppy Guy. Um, 10 Canadian, thank you so much, for David Joel. A Canadian diversion. Our new conservative party leader thinks that austerity and spending cuts will solve will solve our housing crises by lowering inflation. How do we stop this neolib crap? Oh well, shoot. I wish David uh, Dole was here uh, to give you the proper you know mechanisms to push back in Canada. But as non-Canadians here, I don't know if I'm qualified. But uh, the Conservative Party is crazy, and you know whenever it comes to conservative politics. In Canada, I always tell them to watch David Dole videos. So, man, I wish that he was here to answer that. But thank you for the super chat. Okay, so this one is for you, I'm assuming, also. Yeah, Omega with a super chat. Did you read Vince McMahon maybe trafficking people? Yep, just talked about it from that previous uh, super chat. I don't think uh, we need to go over it again yeah. right now. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to dive. I, I'm going to reach out to... Uh, David Bixon's man and have him back on the show to talk about this because it's it's a it's I think I think this is this has some real uh th there's some what's the word I'm looking for some it's very possible that this can have some long-standing repercussions on the company as a whole um because it's oh, wow. very clear this is not just Vince's thing it is very clear that they were multiple people involved here and that multiple people on top of that who weren't directly involved knew about it um this is and th this person might not be the only person uh in the history of the WWE mm. to have some sort of these sort of allegations wow uh i feel like we i feel like we did mention this one did we was this david's i'm I not think sure it was, i think it was david's it's not yeah, it's not mine either. Just in case. Um, yeah, I would say, yeah, we did. We did. We did uh, cover this one. But I would say get a passport ready just in case shit hits the fan. Um, Lizzie Bennett, this one's for me. Thank you so much. $10. Hey, leftist mafia. Everyone talks about the Barbie snub, but no one mentions the color purple snub. Uh, anyway, Oscars are mid. Uh, agree. Free Palestine. I say this as a Jewish woman. And to my gamers, give Tekken 8 a chance. Uh, I haven't tried it yet, but yeah, I'll keep that in mind. I'm not very big into fighting games because I'm very bad at them, but uh, maybe I'll check it out if I want something. Uh, okay. 
So this one is for me from Brandon Hill. $10. Thank you, Brandon. I'm an Amazon worker organizing with ALU at Cincinnati uh, North. I was going to say. <laughs> Cincinnati say, North Korea Airport. I was going to say North Korea Airport. I was yeah, literally going to say that. The wonderful North Korea, Cincinnati North Korea Airport. <laughs> I stopped and made myself laugh like Cincinnati, you know, North Korea Airport. Oh, I'm getting tired. And a member of DSA thinking of NLRB uh, when I go to vote for Joe in Ohio, but I'm still supporting the local pro-Palestine movement. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's great. What you're doing, Brandon, is I think like the most important thing you can possibly do to like in- improve your life, materially speaking, like organizing your workplace, working with labor unions. That is the real praxis, right? Like it if you if you vote for Joe Biden, that doesn't like cancel out all of your grassroots organizing. It's just again, like I want to plug Ole's video a million times because it's so good. She covers this topic so comprehensively, but it's like, you know, you, you do what you can. We have limited control in electoral politics. Like, you know, what you're doing is 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 commendable. And we have uh two dollars from JCast. Booger's gone, it somehow landed on Matt's stash. Uh-oh, Matt. It jumped all the way from Portland to New York City. Wow, that's crazy. I, I realized this, but Jay Cass is like the big brother that picks on you, and I'm the little brother. He's always uh, making fun of me. Uh, he sends the Democrats uh, super chats and says I have a booger on my nose. I, I, I'm on to you, Jay Cass. You must be a big brother that picks on your younger brothers. Or maybe he just doesn't like you. <laughs> You know, I would like to think it's more of an enduring, like, you know, um, <laughs> nagging, but it, no, who knows? I think this one is for you. Uh, Archangel with a $20 super chat. Thank you, Archangel. Matt, what have you seen regarding the future of OpenAI with its developing theory of mind and becoming smarter than a nine year old in less than two years? On this path, it'll likely surpass human intelligence soon. I hope you're being facetious or sarcastic. Um, I mean, right now, OpenAI is claiming that they can't do any of this if they don't steal people's uh, work and IP and feed it to their uh, large language models for training. And that if they had to pay these companies to use their content, then they simply wouldn't be able to do this work. I mean, does that sound like words coming from a company that's ready to change life as we know it with real artificial human intelligence, artificial intelligence that surpasses human intelligence in less than two years? I mean, it sounds like a lot of uh, brouhaha from a company that's trying to make money based on their hype. Honestly, that's what I think. I mean, this is all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Mm Mm-hmm. If you really want to know uh, the future of AI, read the Bobaverse book series. It's about like a a dude who they took his personality and uploaded it into AI. It's a very good book, but it's um, that's like the only way AI could work. Otherwise, it's stupid. Like, have you ever seen an ALEXA? I won't trigger all of yours. Like, the thing can barely tell you the fucking time and set timers. It's AI is not going to take over the planet. We're not going to get that Terminator apocalypse scenario. At least anytime soon. Uh, Okay. So this is the uh, 
Oh, okay, not the last one yet. We got a couple more. Okay, Hideous Lemon with two pounds. Thank you so much. There should be an award for stunt work. I actually agree with that because stunt work is insane, and these people are very talented, and they deserve recognition. So, yeah, I would agree with that. Um. Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I don't know. Um. I don't. Oh, I'm freezing again. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what the hell is going on with my wireless today. I need to maybe even mm. buy a new wireless modem. I got no fucking clue. Hopefully mm. it is the modem and not my computer because I don't know what's going on. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, I agree. There should absolutely be an award for stunt work. Yeah. Okay. I think this one is you. I want to say. Yeah, this one's you. Um, awesome possum with a ten dollar super chat. Uh, what happened at that comedy show in New York with Mark Norman? Confess, Matt. I have no idea. I saw that video. It's very weird, very bizarre. It's like extra bizarre because the reaction to what happened is so low key, and then everyone freaks out after it. Have you seen this, uh, Mike? Hmm. No. Have you seen this? All right. So there's a video. Someone's recording in the crowd. Uh, a, 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 at a comedy club in New York City set by a comedian named Mark Normand and he's on the stage and this guy just goes up on the stage with, and stands next to him and security comes and pulls the guy off the stage and brings him outside and then Mark Norman tries to like play it off or whatever like you know whoa this guy what was he doing or whatever and then security comes back into the into the, the room and takes the comedian off the stage too and then the comedy club producers come out and tell all the people in the audience to go home. The show is over. And that there's no need to worry, but they need to leave now. V very uh, weird. Yeah. Yes, and no one, has, no one has any idea what the hell happened. That's weird. That's really weird. Hmm. Okay, so unknown with five pounds. Thank you so much. Check out the UK's ex-home secretary being pranked. Totally worth it and hilarious. Okay, I will. I'm, I'm always done for some good pranks, especially if they're on uh, on politicians. Um, we've got Wait, hold on, the comedy. Hold on the hold on the comedy club. I just looked it up. The comedy club put up a a um, their own statement. Oh, speaking of, uh, of which, this person sent you a member chat about that, too. Oh, uh, Ryan Lennon fan says, I would also like to know why you crashed at New York Comedy Club. <laughs> Matt, confess now. I mean, the guy, they showed the guy in the video who crashed the stage. It very clearly was not me. Um, all right. If what the comedy club is saying is true, this sounds like it was a, a stunt. Uh, oh, your comedy club says we've received a handful of inquiries regarding a viral clip of our club being evacuated last night. First and foremost, nobody was harmed or injured. The disruption was part of a filming by high, at High High, the producers that rented out our venue for the night. So since this took on a bit of a wild narrative, if you were in attendance for this taping, we'd love to host you for an actual show for free. Please email us and then. If that's true, that's uh, that's both crazy, both fucked up, and yeah, uh, they they definitely got what they wanted out of it for in terms of viralness. Yeah. Okay, this one's you. 
I'm back, I think. Yes. Oh, this is for me. Uh, Travis mm-hmm. with a super chat. Uh, thanks, Mac and Ike. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, Travi. Trav- Travi. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so we've got a uh, last one here. Jcast, $5. Thank you, Jcast. Love you all just lighting the mood in this nightmare we're living in. I know, I know. I know you're just uh, poking fun. Uh, yeah, no, I appreciate you lighting, uh, lightening the mood. Um, well, uh, that's it. Uh, I'll check uh, Twitter really quick. Or not Twitter, Twitch, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, Twitch, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, Twitch. Yeah. Uh, over on Twitch for me, I got uh, Venus Bloodflow resubscribe with Prime subscriber for four months. Woohoo! Says Venus Bloodflow. Thank you, Caspa eleven oh three resubscribe for one month at tier one subscriber for six months. Leftist is the bestest. Says Caspa. Thank you, uh, Code Dependent subscribe for one month at tier one. Thank you so much, Code Dependent. And oh, no comment chick raided me earlier about twenty minutes ago. Oh, Thank you so nice. much, no comment chick. Shout out to No Comment Chick. I well, I don't it. have any. I don't have any updates on Twitch. But did you want to raid uh, Cosmopolitics? Oh yeah, let's uh, let's do that. Oh, really quick though, let me drop. It's been a, it's been a rough month with the new year and I guess Christmas bills and stuff like that for my Patreon page. So mm. if you would like to support my regular show that I do by myself, Doomed and Scam Economy, and then my work on other shows like Majority Port and Here on Leftist Mafia, uh, and you you got the money to do so, feel free to uh, consider joining at patreon.com slash mattbinder. Yeah. All right. Well, without right, further cool. ado, so I'll queue uh, or queue up this uh, raid here. You don't want to do. Uh, you don't want to do. Um, you don't want to raid a T Pain. Uh, he's he's not gonna notice. I'm joking. <laughs> he's not gonna notice. It would be awesome to get a soundbite of him it's saying. Very, it, it's very cute that you have that dream, though, Mike. Keep dreaming, my friend. Keep your dreams alive. <laughs> Uh, I'll have to have Hassan link me because Hassan uh, streamed with him. Is um, is Cosmopolitics live right now? Because it says Power Report with Dan from the Whip. So is she on Power Report? Oh, maybe. Oh, it looks like she is. Maybe. All right. Let me. Yeah. Uh... All right. Well, I'm ready whenever you are. Wait. So wait. Let's see what if Dan from the Web is on though, and they're rating. They're doing the same thing. Let's see who, who has the main. I guess. Oh, I don't have Dan uh, as live on my my Twitch. Maybe. Uh... All right, whatever, whatever, whatever. We could. Uh... Let's do it. All right. Uh, hold on. Let's pull it up. Are you? Did you press start raid yet? I yeah, I just did. Oh, you did. Oh, oh, I gotta press start raid. Did you raid them yet, or just? I did. Yeah, I went too soon. What? What's with you? Always going too quick here. You always do this. You always do this. <laughs> All right. Let me know when you have rated uh, and then I we'll end the too. broadcast. All right. All right we'll see you all everyone. next week.